Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Too Tired to Be Crazy with me on every Thursday. Today I have two guests on, not just one, because two is more fun than one. <laughs> I don't know why I said <laughs> So today I have Devin and Sydney Carlson. You guys are models, influencers, vloggers, business owners, really close with your family. Wait, I think I wrote this more down. Oh, <laughs> business owners, like you guys own uh, Wildflower Cases, which we'll talk about it um, soon, basically. If you don't know, you've been living under a rock, but basically every influencer, every girl on Instagram has a wildflower case. It's just become like a trend, I yeah. feel like. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every girl wears uh, the same face, the same <laughs> outfit, yeah. and the same and phone case. Phone case yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys, <laughs> this is what I wrote. I wrote, both are models, bloggers, business owners, and have a thing for musicians. <laughs> Oh, um, you guys both have over 100 subs on YouTube and 700,000 and 500,000, a little over 500,000 on Instagram, respectively, from Devin to Sydney, right? Me out here. Yeah. So, you guys are like sisters. Oh, also, Leo and Aries. Yes. Oh, my God. I look at that you. Up. So, you guys are really compatible. Really? really? Yeah. We like don't even know. Like, yeah. Do you guys know anything about your signs? Not that much, like not a detail enough to be like. I feel like I know. I know about my sign. I know, and like my rising and my moon. Like, I like to read it every day on like the pattern and. Oh, you read it on the pattern. I read it on um, what is that? There's so many. Co-star. Yeah. Oh, I have co-star. I always get the co-star notification. Yeah, same. It, It honestly, it's just scary how much I'm like, whoa. Because sometimes it's it's it literally broke down like mine and Jesse's entire relationship in the pattern, and I was just like, "That is kind of cool." Jesse, by the way, he is a musician. He's in a band called The Neighborhood, and that's your boyfriend. My bae. Your bae. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what's your rising and your moon? Um, my rising is Scorpio, and my moon is Gemini. Which means you come off when you meet people as a Scorpio, so maybe you come off a little antisocial or reserved. So I feel like I don't at all. But no. I, people who I like don't know, or like if I'm just like in Starbucks, I feel like I come off that way. <laughs> but like to like my friends, I'm not. You're just in Starbucks. I know. That's why I said it. I feel like I don't like. I'm. You're not the life of the party at Starbucks, is what yes. I'm saying. Yes. Okay. But around your friends, yes. And then the moon is Gemini. 
Yeah. So that comes up. That's your, I think, your emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's like how you deal with emotions. And then there's also your Venus, which is how you love. And then there's your Mars, which is how you have sex. Oh, like my Mars is Aries, so that means I'm really great in bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so are you talking about Sydney me? likes that one. Great. <laughs> yeah, but your Mars could not could be something else. True. You could be like I literally don't know a Capricorn, and that would suck. Really? Like <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm though, I just get so scared to read my horoscope because sometimes I'm like, I don't want to know. Yeah, well, sometimes if I feel like it's like you are gonna be in a fight today with your partner or something like that I'd be like oh I don't want to read this now I'm gonna keep thinking about it and now you're gonna make me have a fight mm-hmm. yeah and then sometimes like I read the horoscope of like my crush <laughs> like the guy that I like and then it's like you're meeting someone today and I, I remember with my ex-boyfriend yeah. who was like we were always out with each other and because you were cheating on me and I didn't like it um, <laughs> they, I would read his horoscope and it would be like you're gonna meet someone today and I'd be like who the fuck is she like, who is he meeting today? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So That I would blame. drive me insane. I can't do that. Um, so I was also saying how your mom and dad, Michelle and Dave, they're a Scorpion Taurus, which is incredibly compatible. My parents are also Scorpion Taurus. They're still together. I that can't believe that. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Our parents have been together since they were 17. Mm-hmm. They have, like, their prom photos. At the That's crazy. And they stay together the whole time? Um, they had, like, yeah. a brief. Yeah moment when we were in middle school yeah but basically (laughs) they're so funny do you feel like watching your parents stay together and have that love still is what kind of gave you the perception of what love's supposed to be yeah 100 (laughs) fully and i feel like you like (laughs) like you and jesse have been together for so long and it's like I think my perception of love was always like you find that one person like that's your person because that's what I've like grown up with and seen, but it's just not worked out that way <laughs> at all. So I'm like, maybe it's just they're just lucky. Yeah. No, I know, I, but I feel like back then also relationships were different. Yeah. Well, and growing up, a lot of like the friends that I grew up with, all their parents, none of them had divorced parents, and their parents are still together today. But then. Some of most of my adult friends that I made when I was later all had divorced parents. Yeah. And like it was rare. And I realized how special mm-hmm. it is at an older age. But when I was younger, I was like, oh, it's normal. Yeah. I feel like it does. Like whenever I meet uh, partners or potential lovers, like I do notice that it does kind of make a difference to how they view love. Mm-hmm. And I always ask now, are your parents together or are they divorced? And I feel mm-hmm. like when their parents are divorced or they didn't really have a relation. They don't really have a relation with one of their mm-hmm. parents. It, they do view love a little different, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Jesse's like family growing up is very similar to how my dad grew up, which I have always been like so intrigued by because my dad grew up mainly with his mom, and Jesse grew up only with his mom. So I've always been like they're just the sweetest like mm-hmm. men, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just love them. But I feel like because of how much they love women and, like, respect women, it's made them amazing men. Yeah, my dad grew up basically just with his mom. His dad passed away when he was um, 18. He was uh, beat to death. (laughs) Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. That was terrible. But he was beat to death um, in Russia. It's, like, really terrible there. But so my dad pretty much then ended up um, being really, like, taking care of um, his mother for the rest of his life. And he was an only child. So you're right. That is interesting then how much, like, I think he, like, loves my mom so Mm -hmm. much that we've always talked about that if one of them were to one day go pass away. Yeah. 
we all talked about how hopefully it's uh, my father and not my mother because if my mom is gone, like my dad would literally die from a heartbreak because he yeah. won't know how to function without her. Yeah. He knows how to put up a fight for what he loves. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay. So what's um one misconception that people have about you two? I feel like a lot of the comments or stuff that I get that are like, She's so rich. She gets whatever she wants, whatever, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. I mean, while I think we grew up uh, comfortable, I definitely wasn't like driving a BMW to school yeah. or like got anything designer at all. Like, I think we're very uh, normal. And there was even we were grew up dancing and like we couldn't even be in the the dance company that we wanted to because we couldn't like pay that a month mm-hmm. so we were in the like leveled yeah. below it <laughs> but like uh my parents made me get a job mm-hmm. when I was 16 if I wanted a car I had to pay for gas I had to pay for pretty much anything I had wanted but mm-hmm. um even both with, our parents had jobs yeah when we got older mm-hmm. even with like wildflower and wildflower started it started when I was 16 so everyone assumed like that has been my first and only job but they treated it like I clocked in and I clocked out and I only got paid hourly like everyone else my age like for those hours yeah even though it was like our company yeah when I first moved out I had no money at all I was like living paycheck to paycheck but I loved it like Mm -hmm. I definitely and I think that's why I was thrift shopping so much is because a I definitely have a shopping addiction (laughs) but like I could afford to buy more with like my $15 than I could going to like Urban Outfitters Mm -hmm. at the time, but it just became more fun. But I feel like that's a common misconception. Yeah. I mean, definitely been earned, not given. Yeah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I mean, what do people not know? I feel like <laughs> I we share, share a lot. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little too much. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think it's just like a lot of the work stuff that people don't see or realize. Because yeah. we don't show that as much or people don't see like our day-to-day lives and work and like what we do every day. Yeah, I think yeah. we don't really show a lot of uh, the wildflower work we do. Mostly because it's, like, us behind a computer. Mm -hmm. But um, 
gosh why do people not know about us i don't know i'm like i'm curious to like ask i was gonna be like i watched i've seen every episode of svu like three times (laughs) oh my god me too (laughs) i'm like weirdly obsessed with it and i listen to like crime junkie every morning every time i get in her car it's like a crime podcast i know but it's so dark it like hurts my stomach sometimes i have to Mm -hmm. switch the channel i guess that's something no one knows about me (laughs) a little dark wait so it's like every morning you like your favorite podcast is a crime junkie podcast and you just listen to it every morning every morning i'll listen to like a couple a day sometimes if i'm driving a lot but they're like they just go into detail about like different crimes what's the latest crime that you listen to oh it's dark it's like this family the powell family that got murdered and the dad like still won't admit that he did it and he was just tortured his family and like wouldn't let his kids eat and it's just fuck there was a name for it i saw it on an svu episode where a father he i think he was a narcissist or something like that so his whole life was like he wanted his family to worship him or he something like that so then one day and he was having an affair i forgot what it was but one day when his family found out that he didn't have the job that they thought he had or they had an affair like his whole livelihood was gone because they, they're not going to look at him as god anymore and he shot all of them what and then it's svu episodes so it's not real right, oh, right. He, I was shot, like, one. he shot all of them and then he tried to shoot himself but he made sure to kind of miss so it was going to look like it's as if his wife killed everyone but in the end uh they found out that it was him yeah. and um that he was just like gonna try to start a new life and had to do with him being a narcissist and yeah. some term for it i forgot what it was the guy on this one was like had trauma from his dad i guess abused him so then he ended up abusing he had like two wives and both of them he was like over controlling wouldn't let them like use the car drive anywhere without his permission like it's just so fucked am i allowed to cuss yeah. No, I'm just trying to like, Wait, he had two wives and like he was telling them what to do. Wow. Yeah, you, should, you should listen to it. It's if you're in the food. That's interesting. I'm like so the opposite. I'm like watching really weird TLC shows. That's something people like, don't know about you. Sydney goes and Oh like, my God. Yeah, that's true. Sydney literally only watches like 90 Day Fiance or like My Strange Addiction. Like yeah. very weird, interesting TLC. I live for. Do you guys have a weird addiction, strange addiction that no one knows? Uh, and obviously, I'm assuming like food or like. Hmm. Uh, I'm extremely addicted to matcha. Oh yeah, I've I have like three game. a day. This is my third. Mine's right there. Uh, <laughs> matcha, that's your thing right now. Yeah, I guess it's not that strange. I love sour cream. I can eat sour, sour cream. Whoa, cream? that's so you random. Fuck. That is random. You like hate sour cream. I don't hate it. I'll eat it like on a burrito, but I won't like ask for it. Oh, I love burritos. That might be mine. You just eat it plain. It's like a Russian thing. Russians eat sour cream with everything. So maybe. Oh, wait, actually, you you told me this when I went to Russia. Yeah. You were like, it's all going to be creamy. Sour cream with everything. So then I can literally just eat sour cream by itself. And at one point I was drinking um, half and half by itself, but it was making me gain weight. So then I had to stop. Half and half by itself. That was my strange addiction. Oh my God. That is actually strange. Yeah. I would eat sour cream and then I would drink half and half at nighttime while I was watching TV. It was like my my like little snack and yeah. then I was gaining weight and I was like oh this isn't for me Ooh. I don't want that yeah, journey for, for me, me. <laughs> I feel like at wow, like Thanksgiving and big dinners I would always like sneak butter oh my god <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you loved <laughs> butter. You used to eat just Devin butter. Devin would eat butter, yeah. That's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I, mean, I obviously don't do it anymore. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you see, you had a strange addiction to yeah. butter. It wasn't an addiction. It was just like a weird, <laughs> it was like, like your thing. Yeah. <laughs> just for the vibes. Would you mm-hmm. got- <laughs> Just oh for the vibes. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We were just talking about how, like, I saw that tweet that if you uh, if you went to heaven, and it's like, imagine if you went to heaven, the vibe was off. <laughs> and it was literally me. Send me to hell. <laughs> yeah, I go to hell. Um, would you guys say you two are best friends? I feel like recently. I'm, yeah. I've, we got really close this year. I mean, we've always been close, but like we hang out every weekend. We're like in a group chat that we actually like text each other and like ask every each day. other what we're doing. Yeah. We didn't do that before. We didn't do that for like a while. Like we've always been close, but I think the most close this year. What made you guys get close? Um, uh, I was single. Yeah. And we just started like hanging out a lot and just like doing fun things like with all of our friends too. But like, would you we just say, do it together? Would you say when you're in a relationship, you like get so stuck on your partner that you don't really have time for friends or your yeah. sister? Yeah. Definitely secluded myself. Yeah. Oh, so then when you became single, you were like, okay, yeah. I need some people. I'm back and in we my were life. like, I was there in an instant because I knew how like much she had been through that I was just like okay like we're I'm I felt also felt like I had lost my sister for a year so I was like a missed her like crazy and then me and my best friend Nicole were just like okay we need to show her like how to be <laughs> get her groove back And now I'm the one like forcing her to like go out and have fun with me. I'm like, it's like midnight, and I'm like, Sydney, I need to go home. She's like, Are you kidding me? You are not going home. Did you do? Do you feel like um, when you saw your sister like uh, finally going through a break? Not finally, but going through a breakup. Did you feel like you had to reach out to her, or or did Sydney have to finally reach out to everyone else in order for you guys to come for to a rescue? Well, she called me like literally minutes after the breakup had happened and I was at breakfast and I literally just got up and drove to her. And I had like already called my like childhood best friend, Jaylee, who's grown up with Sydney, new Sydney, Mm -hmm. like pretty much since she was born. I was like, Sydney and her boyfriend broke up. We need to go to our house. I called Nicole and Nicole's like, I'll be there when I get off work. And we all just, everyone immediately was there for her. And like all of her friends, obviously Mm -hmm. she has such good friends Mm -hmm. now that are, and have been there for years yeah. that were just there instantly and just mm-hmm. knew how dark of a place she was in and just wanted to, like, get our normal Sid back. 
Was that your with uh, your ex boyfriend? Because your breakup was that last year or? Um, pretty much like a year ago. Yeah, I think it was a little over a year ago. I don't remember. I think it was like a, exactly a year ago, maybe. So was that like uh, your first serious relationship or did you have boyfriends? With um, no, I've had serious relationships before, but I feel like I'm kind of picky when it comes to boyfriends. Like I don't really just get like boyfriends. Like if I'm going to date someone, I feel like I make it more serious. So I've really had like two serious relationships. Plus your maybe. outlook on love, seeing your parents. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm going to like be with someone, I'm going to like dedicate myself to that person. But yeah, I feel like Sydney and I both are very like picky when it comes to like actually dating someone. Yeah. Like, I feel like I in high school, I always said yes to everyone because I didn't want to hurt anyone's you feelings. So many boyfriends I literally would break up with them for like a week. I was like, I don't <laughs> yes. even like, like, I don't like them. Like, I like being their friend. Like, why do we have to be boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, mm-hmm. then I just get like crippling like fear from just having to go see them. And like, what if they hold my hand? Oh my God. Like, I don't even like them. I don't want anyone to know that. Oh my gosh. Her relationships in high school were so funny. You had so many boyfriends. I I did have a lot of boyfriends. Like literally didn't lose my virginity until I was 18. Like, like, I had like was, five boyfriends. Was so pr- they'd be like, we've been dating for a month and you haven't even kissed me. (laughs) You're like, yeah. I'm like, um, That's why we made them like you more. Yeah. No, I literally no, honestly hated did. them. But Sydney was the same way. Like both of us were very like not into we would like have crushes on boys, but we're mm-hmm. not into like actually dating them. Yeah. That's me now. <laughs> me. That's me. <laughs> that's me definitely now. Yeah. I like the last guy, one of the last guys I was talking to was touring. And my mm-hmm. favorite thing about him was that I can't see him. Yeah. yeah. That was like, like actually because I was like, it's just like an emotional attachment and there's no physical stuff. So like, yes. I don't have to worry about that. And yes. it's just like, just someone to talk to because yeah. I feel lonely. You don't have to like, worry about him like being there all right. the time. Yeah. And it was, I don't know if it was kind of sad that like that's yeah. where my standards have gone down to. Like, no, my, but oh, you have your so own life. Like you're yeah. allowed to. Yeah, like, that's true. That's why I feel like Jesse and I work so well together, and that's literally what my had horoscope said on the pattern. It's like you need to be with someone who's equally as busy, if not busier mm-hmm. than you, because you're gonna get bored and they're gonna drive you crazy. And I was yeah. like, T. Yeah, T. T. Yeah. Well, I was talking to this guy for a whole month every day, and then like he came to LA, and we were supposed to hang out. So I was like, okay, cool, yeah, let's hang yeah. out. Then the next day. He- <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh this, is, this is so stupid. Like, I, it's not supposed to be funny, but like, I started to laugh because it was like, that's so what happened to me. Yeah. And this is how much I didn't care. But the next day, after talking to him every day for a whole month, all day, he was like, hey, oh no, I was supposed to hang out with him that night. I don't hear from him. The next day, he texts me and he goes, hey, I have some things to take care of. Talk to you soon. Take care. What? <laughs> Just the end. <laughs> I was like, I've never what does that even mean? I, I know. Fuck? I've never gotten a text like that before because it's like, talk to you soon, but also take care. Right. I think he probably had a girlfriend. Yeah. Or maybe he got back with someone. Yeah. Like it has to be something like he that. He had to take care of things. Exactly. Yeah, he had to take care of things. So a few days later, I was like, hey, <laughs> that. Yeah. that was a really weird text. Yes. What was that about? And he goes, 
I'm still mourning over my ex. Ah, and I want <laughs> Yeah. And I want to make things work with her. Something like that. And I was just like, oh okay. yeah, I get that. Good luck with that. And yeah. he's like, thank you so much. <gasps> he's like, vibe. It's so funny. I feel like because the guy there before him was so shitty yeah. that like he was almost like a blessing. So when that thing mm-hmm. happened with him, I was like, not even phased anymore. Yeah, totally. Because the other guy hurt me so much. I was right. like, this is fine. You're like, he I get it. reached out. He didn't oh just like ghost bounce. Yeah. yeah, true. Guys don't actually ghost me though. Do they, I feel like it's like they'll I'll know what's happening. Don't you yeah. feel like right? Yeah, I feel like that's never really. I guess I'm not like that at all. Like even with guys, if I like don't like them, I could never just like stop talking yeah, to Sydney's someone. Yeah, the worst at that. Yeah, I'm like she feels to, so bad. I feel so bad. Feeling. Yeah, that's like that sounds like an Aries. Yeah, where you just continue the talking, but do you feel like you just keep them around just in case? Yes, <laughs> she does. <laughs> Maybe, but like I don't know. I feel like I have to be honest because I would want someone to do that to me. So I'm very much like, oh, so I'll you treat you how I want to be treated. Yeah. So you let them know, like, I'm not interested in you? Or are you like, I'm not she'll interested in you let them know, right but now. then she'll still talk to them. She'll be like, well, I'm not, like, into that right now. Right but then now. if they, like, try to talk to me, I'll, like, respond. I'm not going to, like, be mean. But, oh, like, see, I'll I definitely tell you how I feel. Block. Oh, I saw, I have to stop responding. First, I'm nice, and then I have to stop responding because really? I don't like altercation. Yeah. So I don't know how to handle things. So mm-hmm. I'll just stop responding and hope they get the hint. I should do that. Because I am I can't come off too honest. So yeah. unless they're like, what's the deal? What's going on? Then right. I'll say it. But now I'm, usually I'm like, it's not me. It's you. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Until they do that and to me. And always true. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Always. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so growing up, were you guys always best friends? I want to say best friends. Mm-hmm. We're definitely like, like we were like sisters. Yeah. yeah, we were just like sisters. No, there were no walls. We knew everything about each other, but it was very like little sister, big sister, yeah. like <laughs> fighting over clothes every day. Yeah. Sydney would tell on me if like I did anything bad, mm-hmm. and then. She gets away with everything and I'll be like, Sydney got to do that. Like it's very just we're like yeah. we're like I just feel like we immediately went f- like straight from like we didn't have that friendship phase where we're like nice to each other. It was just immediately like we've been married for 40 years. Not married. You get what I'm saying? Like we just instantly were so we like, don't. I'm not gonna fake nice beat. Why would I fake nice beat? Why would I? Why can't I talk? Fake being nice. Fake being nice to you. There like you we're have the same DNA. Yeah, yeah, that's how my sister and I were too. And yeah. I'm the I'm the younger one. Yeah. And we're three years apart. So growing up, like in high school and stuff, I was a freshman and she was like a junior was senior. A senior. And that's like a big difference in high school. That's like the older kids versus the younger kids. Were you trying to always hang out with her friends? No. Honestly, not really. We like all hang out sometimes. Like, well, we uh, we were best friends with our neighbors who had a daughter who was my age and a younger daughter who was Sydney's age. So I was always with the older daughter, and Sydney was always with the younger daughter. Mm-hmm. And then we would all four hang out together. So like that was our like yeah. group. Who was the cooler sister? <laughs> I think in. Hindsight, Sydney probably was the cooler sister. Really? But in was, the moment, I thought I was the yeah. cooler sister. I was going to say you. I feel like in high school, you, like, loved high school. Like I loved high school. She was, like, queen of high school, and I, like, hated high school. Like I can see that. Yeah. You and you. I can actually see it with both of you. Really? Based on your personalities, I can see that. That's funny. Yeah, I, like, hated it, and she, like, thrived But it's because school. I was very, like, 
involved with the actual school. I didn't just like go to classes. Like I loved the dance program at our school and I was really, really passionate about it. And so I, all my like extra curricular classes were always had to do with dance. And then like we had dance team practice then you, like, for two hours. Every, I never dated yeah, a football what player. What was that one guy's name? Kevin? He, was he played player. baseball. Keep up. What the fuck? (laughs) I just remember you like wearing some type of jersey or like something. I never wore his jersey ever. Okay, whatever. I'm lying. I literally wanted to date like the entire water polo team. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And uh, that was like the water polo uh, pool was right next to the dance room. Yeah. And we'd always like be in like sports bras and booty shorts, like stretching in front (laughs) of the water polo team. I was terrified of all of them. And I was like, yeah, they're Mm -hmm. never going to like. But they did, right? No, they liked. Yes. They liked my. You were on friend. the hot list. I was on the hot list. And the bathroom no. stalls. Someone wrote a hot list and put Devin Carlson on the bathroom stall. Did you put your name, your own name on? It was there? probably her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, were you number one? Oh wow! Really? But I wasn't like hot. Like I feel like my <laughs> relationship or my vibe in high school was. I was friends with all the hot girls, so all the guys would befriend me so they could date my friends. Yeah. That was that, that was, was me in high school too. But you, I'm pretty sure you were hotter. But like it's your if you saw pictures of me in high school, I literally get tagged and they're like, Devin's glow up. <laughs> like oh, hair on her uh, hips. Yeah. But I remember when we met a few years ago, we did um some award show together. Oh, the it? Billboard Award. The Billboard Award show. And we met in Vegas and you were so like vibrant, like you're just the way you come off it, it kind of you draw people in because you're just you're always smiling like even your pictures we've talked about it when you mm-hmm. post pictures if i post a half of the pictures you post i will look like i'm ready to work in porn hub but also <laughs> i have really big boobs but like something about you is so pure and like sweet yeah. but like you can you literally post that a picture so of yourself funny. in the shower brushing your teeth but it was naked. not like sexual at all it's not like something about it's just not it's wholesome not i'm it, not yeah. i like i tell Everyone all the time, I feel like I'm just, like, not that sexual of a person, but I feel like I'm very flirty. Like, I could flirt with a fucking rock, but then the second it goes, like, a step further, I'm like, like, oh, like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. No, but it's something about you, you like, come off really wholesome, even if you're naked. It's the weirdest thing (laughs) ever. Right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, how do I – if I took a picture of myself in the shower – yeah. No, Violet, you're so hot. People would be like, my oh Instagram would my get deleted. I, my Instagram would get deleted for inappropriate content. Yeah, I've gotten some photos. <laughs> They're just that. jealous of your perfect boobs. I do have great boobs. You I have great. the best boobs. Stop. Thank you. Stop. <laughs> when you were walking around my birthday party in your bikini, just like with oh the inner tube, God. I was like, yeah. holy fuck. Aw, thank I you. <laughs> um, okay, so what's the most annoying thing you would say about each each other? As as sisters. Hmm. I don't know. There's nothing that I'm like. The only thing I feel like it was just when we were little or not even little, but just in high school, her borrowing my clothes and taking clothes that I hadn't worn yet. Yeah. And just it driving me insane. And then I would go and borrow one of hers without asking because she would never ask to borrow mine. And it would be the end of the world and my mom Devin why would you take that from your sister I'm like mom she took three of my pieces she wore it to school we saw we saw it we have the proof am I not allowed to do the same you need to ask Devin Mm -hmm. 
She's right. Did you ask? No. She never asked. And the only friend of mine that literally would stand up for me was Lauren. <laughs> but it, Lauren didn't have sisters growing mm-hmm. up. And all my other friends had sisters. So they were very like, yeah, it's a sister thing, whatever. Like there was, unfazed. There's something about taking, like sometimes I literally got garments that were the same as my sister's. Yeah. And I still, for some reason, wanted to take hers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was something about like Kinda taking your, to. right? But I would do the same. I would get so mad if my sister Karen tried to oh touch any gosh, of my clothes. So <laughs> I think Cindy that would was- come to my room. I'm like, you're not allowed to wear those. You yeah. can wear those if you let me wear this. <laughs> yes. Devin, would- really? No. We would do like deals. Yeah, we did a lot of deals. <laughs> uh-huh. But now it's like Devin begs me to like wear her clothes. Well, because I get gifted so much stuff that I don't feel like I worked. Like I used mm-hmm. to literally work five hours just to be able to. Buy yeah, like a, yeah. a, two things and then if she walked in and just took them away from me i was like what but now i'll get like gifted things mm-hmm. that's so true. and i'm just like they probably want yeah. her to wear it too like i'm helping but also you en- you enjoy that well like, yeah like I styling people and like yeah it's like fun for her so you're saying so you're saying your sister needs a makeover <laughs> yeah so you're saying <laughs> yes. i need a full makeover <laughs> no the name to of say. my sister needs a makeover asap <laughs> tea. Tea. no i just like like finding people's martins martins here by the way <laughs> i just like finding people like getting to know someone's personality and then picking out clothes based mm-hmm. on their personality for them would you say your sister's personality has changed over the years? So you're picking her up different clothes for her? Yeah. No, Sydney's literally the same since she was born. We were just talking about it at dinner because she's always like monotone and serious, <laughs> but like completely sarcastic. Mm-hmm. But she has been that way since she came out. She didn't even cry when my mom birthed her. She was literally like, <laughs> dead I, I don't care for this vibe. She was like, <laughs> like this is I'm not the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> this vibe is off. Not can the I, vibe. Can I go home? <laughs> yeah. You're so over it. <laughs> so when you say growing up, like, how would you annoy your sister, each other? It literally was, like, the only close thing. I yeah, Like, I, we never got in, like, screaming fights. We never got in arguments about, like, literally anything except for clothes. Sydney tattled on me a lot of, like, if I would, like, go out or do something bad. I'm not that I even <laughs> you didn't did do anything, anything bad. bad. Like, I was, we weren't pretty, like, good kids. Like, yeah. our parents had us on a pretty tight leash. What's the dumbest fight you guys ever had? Um, <laughs> I, don't I feel like know. we would get in like screaming, crying fights, and then we'd literally just start laughing. We're like, and then in an hour, we'd be like, okay, do you want to like go do something? Me and my sister too. That's so funny. Yeah. Or it'd be like about dinner. Like I don't want to eat that. Yeah. So I'm not going to dinner, and we'd yeah. be like, Are you kidding me? You're not going to come like to dinner? Like yeah. That. I just did an escape room with my friends and my sister too, oh and like. It, towards the end of the game, um, my sister was trying to unlock a lock and she was doing so slow. She was wrong enough. Like, Karen, get Screaming. out of the way. She's like, shut up. And I was like, Karen, seriously, get out of the way. She's like, oh my God, do you understand that I can't do this if you're yelling at me? And I'm like, oh my God. And they're like 15 seconds, 15 seconds. Are you an older one? I'm younger. Oh, oh really? God. We're two years apart. Oh my so God. So we're just fighting so and everyone like couldn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel we like, just gotta let them do it. I feel like I try to control sydney's like whenever sydney tries to do something on her own i'm always like stop i can do it for you like yeah. i can do it better but like, i just let her do it <laughs> oh really yeah. sydney loves to have everyone that's oh i found her weakness okay. i found what annoys tell me sydney is the most 
help least helpful person when you need something done. I could be like, <laughs> she will be sitting on the couch and I'll be like doing the, something. I'll be like, sitting, can you hand me this or can you answer the door? She's like, really? <laughs> really? Can't you do it? And I'm just like, I'm doing a hundred things. Why not? You just get it done. Oh, it's just so annoying. Do you really need me to go do that right now? I'm, That's I'm literally in my own way. I'm helpful in my own way. That's what annoys me. You guys leave this podcast never speaking to each other. <laughs> yeah, again. we're like silent like the right. whole car ride home. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing about each other? Uh, I think Sydney's like the funniest person on the planet. <laughs> Whoa, gee. <laughs> But I try to explain all of her jokes to everyone, and people are like, ah. I don't get it. <laughs> They're so deep cut. Like, Sydney will make anything funny, and it's just really irritating. Oh, mm-hmm. what about you? Um, probably how helpful she is. <laughs> like, I'll text her if I'm like on my way to her house and be like, I'm hungry. And I'll get there, and there's like a full like food platter, cheese platter, like hummus, ten dip- different types of hummus, like any cracker ever, like full laid out. I wish my sister would do that. <laughs> yeah, like she loves like doing that for That's people, so- and like pick. I'm like, I don't have an outfit for tonight. She'll like lay out three options, like that. Aww. Yeah, style by that. Style by that. Yeah. If I texted my sister on the way to her house, I'm hungry. She'd be like, "So Gina and I already <laughs> ate." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Pick something up when you for yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Yeah. yeah. She'll be like, postmate something. Mm-hmm. I've definitely told her that. Yeah, so. you have. But most uh, of the time, she's just like, no, because I have Sydney snacks. one time was like, I want a quesadilla. Like, why don't you have tortillas oh, yeah, that and was cheese? The one time. I was like, postmate a quesadilla. She's like, it's not the same. I'm like, postmate the ingredients. She's like, can't you just go get it? Or can't you postmate it? I'm like, you're the one who wants it. She's mm-hmm. like, but it's going to be in your house. I postmated tortillas and cheese and made like five quesadillas and she ate like two of them. Yeah, I did. rude. It was good though, but I didn't. And I left the tortillas and cheese at her house. I was like, I have all of these snacks. If you they aren't good enough for you, get your own. Now that sounds like my sister. I made quesadillas. Do you guys ever keep secrets from each other? She keeps secrets from me. Like what? I feel like not really anymore. Not anymore. I'm like Devin. Guess what I did last night? I <laughs> like, know. I don't. She like can't wait to tell me on the yeah, chaos. She because she like knows she thinks it's so funny. So I like enjoy telling Aww. her like my crazy things because she laughs at it. So is there any secrets you want to tell each other now? I'm right here. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> what did you do last night? Oh, we were. Together. I was with you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no. I feel like now I know everything that goes on, but mm-hmm. the when the um. The brief period where we weren't as close as we were or we yeah. just weren't talking as much. I feel like we I just didn't even know what was going on in her life. It wasn't even like secrets. I like literally just didn't even know. Yeah. And that was really hard for you. Yeah. Was that the first time? So like last year or mm-hmm. whatever, was that then the first time that you guys were kind of not as close as you always have been? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the now the closest we've like ever really been. But, yeah, it was definitely, like, probably the most distance we had. Why? Since you, you said you've had two boyfriends, how come it was only la- the last relationship that kind of made you take a step back from your sister and all of your friends? Um, I just had to be, like, I felt like I had to be, like, give myself to that person. And it just kind of, like, took everything away from me. And, it, you know, it wasn't like like I made that choice, too. Like, it was probably my mistake on my part, too. But I, that's just what I did. And I couldn't really, like, get out of it. And that was just the choice I made. 
I feel like her boyfriend before, too, was friends with all of us. And yeah. the other one was, like, was so distant. Not as close with, like, any of my, of my friends or anything. So I kind of, like, just stuck closer to him. I feel like that kind of happened to me with one of my exes. We were on and off for, like, seven years. And mm-hmm. I feel like at one point I started to feel embarrassed going back to him. And I didn't want to talk about our problems yeah. anymore. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to – because I knew I was going to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't want to listen to the same advice because I wanted to be like, you don't get it. Like, yeah. I know how I feel. Like, right. I know what it's like to be with him. Yep. So I just – I think at one point I also feel like I isolate myself from my friends because mm-hmm. I just didn't want to deal with their judgment even though they were trying to help me. Yeah. Because I just yeah. wanted to like make it work between yeah. my partner and I. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Same vibe for sure. Because <laughs> I knew if I like was open and honest, they'd be like, why are you doing that? Yeah. But, so I didn't really want to talk about it because I was like, I'm still choosing to do this. So like, yeah. I don't it need sucks to hear when it. you start to think that like love is supposed to be so painful and yeah. you think like, because once you get in a relationship where you have the lows, you also mm-hmm. really have really high highs. Yeah. And you just kind of in a way, I know I have addictive personality. So in yeah. a way, like you just get so addicted to it. Mm-hmm. You're just waiting for the highs mm-hmm. and you don't want to deal, tell anyone about the lows, you know? Totally. Like, I mean, so what, what kind of made you suddenly take a step back and finally go through like ending it? Because for me, it took me literally seven years wow. to Jeez. leave someone that wasn't good for me. So like what made you finally like, take a step back or go separate ways from your partner um <laughs> being cheated on <laughs> i mean really it was like vibe vibe <laughs> that was like oh this isn't the vibe like, oh vibe check not the vibe yeah yeah um and i just kind of had to tell everyone like that wasn't something i could like hide I, from anyone like it affected me so much i like had to say something and the second i like told anyone they were like yeah no it's not happening anymore do you feel like you want you had to tell your friends this time so that will be a way for you to kind of um take accountability for the fact that you have to go like leave him now yeah oh yeah you know what i mean because yeah. if you don't tell anyone that like no one has to know so. right and then it like still yeah. could be like an option or like yeah yeah no i definitely had to be honest and like with everything like i literally opened up about like the past year and a half two years about everything and that really was like okay if i'm gonna open up and tell them like everything then it's really like it's done done but that makes you so strong that you were able to walk away once someone cheated on you because a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that i mean not even beyonce yeah that's (laughs) really crazy like i think she had been bottling up a lot of stuff and that was just kind of like it made the final straw that just broke everything Mm -hmm. yeah because i remember i don't know if it was the beginning of this year or last year I like uh, randomly talked about me going through like a short depression. I've gone mm-hmm. through depression like two years ago, bad one. But mm-hmm. this year, I feel like it was a different type of depression at one point. And but this time it was different because I wouldn't have survived if it wasn't for my friends being mm-hmm. there for me. But remember when I kind of talked about it, wrote about it, your dad reached out to me really? and he asked me if I can talk to you or say mm-hmm. anything because he said you were going through oh depression. God. So I don't know if this was during the breakup or right after the breakup. That was two, a year ago, two years ago? It was either the beginning of the year or last year. Yeah, it was probably, it was probably towards the, the beginning end. of this, this year. Yeah. Because that's when it had, It was probably when it was like happening. What, what Do you think you were already hitting the depression while you were in the relationship? Or do you think it happened like after the breakup? No, it, it was definitely during. Like that was... My lowest was definitely during and right after we broke up was like it already started to like go up for sure. How did you were people worried about you in when you started to hit the depression? Um 
I, th- I mean, I think so. And I definitely got comments about it. If like no one even said anything to my face, it was like definitely in my comments, like got messages from people that didn't even know me that could like tell. Um, but I still was like very closed off and reserved to even like my friends, my family. So it's like, they kind of didn't know how to approach me or like come to me and talk to me or like say they were concerned for me. Cause I just like would shut off or like walk away or not talk to anyone. So I mean, I th- definitely people were like worried. And even after like we broke up and I started opening up about it, people were like, I've wanted to say something for so long. Like I want to talk to you, but no one really knew how or like yeah. what to say. They were just like scared that yeah. you were just shut down. Yeah. And were, I did. Were your parents trying to like help you? Um, I th- They would definitely try, but I think they were, I was like very sensitive during that time. Like anything anyone said that like, like did not get me the right way I like walked away or turned off so they didn't really even know how to approach me but like they definitely would try to like have conversation or like try and get there but I mean even my mom afterwards like both my parents were like so emotional and like cried about and was like I just didn't know how to talk to you like I didn't know what to say but it made me realize too how much I really did like shut off what when did you realize that you like are in a really low depression um Honestly, after it ended, because that that became like my normal. And I thought that was like normal, like every day, how I felt like waking up every day. Like, that's what I thought it was like just now my normal thing. So I didn't really realize that was like, no, wait, I'm not supposed to feel like this until afterwards when I was like starting to feel better and feel like happier. I was like, oh, wow. Like I was like really not happy and going through something. When you finally talked about it, especially with your parents and you guys Mm -hmm. like cried about it, do you feel like it like set you free? Yeah, it really was like, I've never like experienced anything like that. Like I did not expect either of my parents to like get emotional like that. And really that that's honestly what made me realize that it was like worse than I thought. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember like two years ago when I was depressed and I only realized after I wrote it down and Mm -hmm. I read about it. And I remember when I told my mom and like we started to cry about it on the phone. And that's when I feel like it was the weirdest thing, but does feel like you just like you said it's like you finally said it out loud. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's it's not your secret anymore. So you're Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can be okay. It's the weirdest thing. You feel like lighter already. Yeah. And that's like you I feel like the last thing you ever want to do when you're going through that mm-hmm. is to talk about it. But yeah. it's, a, it's like when you talk about it, it's not your secret anymore. It's mm-hmm. not it's not your little like bad thing. Like it's gone. Yeah. And it's the universe. It belongs to the universe now and you're going to be OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, So you think what really helped you then get out of this depression? You think it was your friends? And yeah. Family? Yeah. I mean, I like was so closed off, like did it really have any like real connection with my friends my family anything so the second like I started to feel better my friends and I were constantly like doing stuff like I just started saying yes to everything when before I was like oh I can't or I'm just gonna stay home or I'm like not gonna do anything I was constantly like yes I'll go yes I'm gonna do this like to anything and I just started like traveling doing all these things that I would have never done last year even if it got offered to me has your definition of love, what you thought love is, changed since you first got with your partner last year versus now after the breakup and going through the depression, getting out of it? Yeah. Like, I realize now that that's not supposed to how it, like, that's not how it's supposed to be at all. And even now, like, I'll meet people and talk to guys and I'm like, oh my gosh, not every guy is like, like that other person. And it's like, I, I talk to people now and I'm like, wait, you're actually like 
really nice and funny and care about like my friends and want to know like like just such different personalities that I've never experienced before and it like even is making me realize like oh there's like other good people and good guys in the world what's your what what was your definition of love a year or two ago um it literally was like no matter how hard it gets no matter how much it hurts like if you're dedicated to that person you go through it with them you stay with them then I was like made myself believe that more than anything and now it's like the second a guy like says something to me that I like don't like I'm like blocked like <laughs> literally blocked. do not have time for that because so, of how intense it was I'm literally like very yeah what's your definition of love now um it's like finding like an equal like before it was like giving myself to someone else and that was like if I give all myself to someone else like that's love but now it's like it's definitely equal parts not like not any codependency like I'm just as as independent as you are and if we work we work yeah I feel like I used to have that issue too or even recently sometimes like I feel like your bad habits can come back Mm -hmm. but I feel like even recently it's like I feel like I'm really strong so my definition of love sometimes ends up being that I'm so strong that it's okay if you hurt me like I'll be fine but I'll continue to try to like make you whole yeah and like I finally realized again recently that like that's not fair yeah like I shouldn't be so focused on making someone else whole while they're breaking me right that's literally what it was fix someone yeah yeah i don't want to have to fix anyone anymore i'm like if i'm gonna date someone you need again to be able to (laughs) be emotionally stable so you can continue focusing on yourself they gotta be just as like 100 percent as i am does it make you sad or dev or is it hard for you to listen to your sister talk about her depression or yeah it just brings me back to like how dark that time was and like our family was so like, we didn't even know how to talk to her. It was like impossible to try to have any conversation. Like if she was in a good mood, we just were like walking on eggshells because we Mm -hmm. didn't want to say something that was going to make her turn around and walk away. And then we wouldn't see, talk to her for like a couple days or like wouldn't hear from her. And it was just like, we were, didn't know how to handle it. But it just makes me so grateful that we don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah, I'm <laughs> literally like back. a like, different person. It's really crazy. Like I used to think that like last year I was like, no, that was me. Like that was myself. But looking back, I'm like, I don't know who that was. Like I am just not that person anymore at all. Like it's insane. Like I'll think about some of the things that happened. And I was like, I would never let that happen now. Anything close to that. So do you feel like now when you date anyone, your family has to approve first before or (laughs) I feel like Um, now that I'm here, I tell her everything. Yeah. Yeah. And before I didn't really like talk about guys as much or like open up about guys. But I'm like, Devin, I'll give her my (laughs) uh, my opinion on pretty much anyone she'll bring up. Mm -hmm. And then I think she I think she likes to act like she doesn't take my advice but i think she does actually listen and <laughs> take it maybe all right um now that you know like you and your ex-partner weren't a match like is it hard for you i, I feel like i'm only asking this because it happened to me recently like a few weeks ago mm-hmm. but is it hard if you see like someone who you know you guys are not right for each other be with someone else or do you just completely um, like let them go not not really because i'm like i i don't wish that was me so it's like that's amazing. It doesn't really affect me. It's kind of like that's your problem now. So yeah, it's like I'm like that. I'm 
good for you. Like, it makes me happy that it's not me. So, yeah, someone told me that even if you do get jealous or sad, I think I saw in some movie where mm-hmm. it's like if you miss someone, or you think about them, it's like, so miss them. Yeah. So love them. Yeah. Think about them, send them positive vibes, positive thoughts, and then just drop then it. Yeah, go. that's yeah. all it needs to be. It doesn't need to go further than that. Yeah. yeah. Do you still feel like you sometimes have bad days? Um, I think like... That has nothing to do with your partner, just yeah. in general with depression and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think before it was like bad days or bad weeks and like long bad periods of time. But now I could have like a bad couple hours and figure out how to like get past it, move past it, and then be good. Like, it's never really, like, an entire day that I'm, like, upset over, feeling sick over. Like, it's a couple hours or a short amount of time, then I'm able to, like, move fast. What do you do to snap out of it? Um, Hang out with my friends, call my friends, go, like, force myself to, like, go out or do something. Like, if there's something that night, it seems like there's always something to do every night. I just, like, say yes to it and do it. And, like, I forget about it distractions yeah (laughs) distractions where like i'm distracting myself but then i like truly but then you get over it i love that yeah i used to like love sulking in my sadness and i still Uh do and now it's almost like my friends will force me to leave my house Mm -hmm. and i'm always so thankful yeah because i would have just sat for hours staring at the wall thinking of being sad i think of scenarios that don't exist you like enjoy it for some reason yeah it's weird i've I've talked about one of my last podcasts where um with an empathy therapist where there's a weird comfort in sadness sadness and in loneliness mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes you just want to like it's that's weird. your best friend that night and you just want to spend mm-hmm. time with your loneliness mm-hmm. yeah it's so weird it's dark that's true it's so dark it's really dark <laughs> <laughs> um how much happier are you in your skin now when it comes to self-love and your confidence you feel like it completely grew yeah yeah and i think that was like like last year because so much other stuff was going on it made me be like okay, I hate my body now. Okay, I don't like the way I look because of like all this other negative stuff. It made me just like continue that negative energy with like everything. And now I don't even think about like what I look like, what I wear, like how I I look in the mirror that day. Like it doesn't, it's not like a second thought in my head anymore. You know, I read somewhere and honestly, as you're talking about, it just made sense to me, Mm -hmm. which is so crazy. But um, a lot of times when you don't feel in control of anything else in your life, Mm -hmm. that's like the one thing maybe you can have control of, which is your body. Mm -hmm. And like you either then gain weight, a lot of weight because you're just eating a lot because you're trying to control that or stop eating. And that's your way of controlling your body where you don't want to eat and you're just focusing on that one thing because everything else feels like a mess and Mm -hmm. chaos. Yeah, that's definitely what I did. So, yeah, because I remember I read in one of your posts that at one point you lost a good amount of mm-hmm. weight and you were so obsessed with like being extra skinny and you yeah. just, it was like your unhappiest time ever. Yeah. Um, how much weight did you lose? Was, was um, I don't so know the scary. exact amount, but it was a lot. It was a, enough to like in every photo it was like the comments were like, you need to eat. And I had never like gotten those comments before ever. And I've never been like overweight i've always just been like comfortable in my body but i've never gotten comments being like you look like a skeleton so like what did you see when you looked at yourself in the mirror i thought i looked like like boyish almost like i didn't feel like feminine and like curvy and like like a woman but there was like nothing i could really do about it because i wasn't gaining weight it just looked like bony and like not like i didn't like it but i was like still kind of causing it and would you say you're so much happier now that you are um, 
not fuller. I don't know how to say it without. Yeah. 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 No healthy. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And even like before I even came out and like said anything about it and I started to gain that weight, people were commenting like, you look so good. Like you look wow. amazing. That was like, okay, I'm going to come out and like say something because people like did notice before I even said anything. How yeah. do you guys even deal with hate comments? Um, I just don't acknowledge them. <laughs> yeah. I literally really will like look at it, laugh, and then mm-hmm. like keep scrolling. I just like, I, I don't have energy. I don't want to put energy into it because it just is useless. Yeah. And I feel like, like, the, like I feel like I'm like, you don't even know me. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you, my friend, like we hate on each other. I'll be mm-hmm. like, that was so stupid. Why'd you do that? Like, we'll hate on each other, <laughs> but we actually know each other. So then it's like, mm-hmm. if some random person is like commenting, like stupid stuff, then I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't really affect. Like, I, you got out your anger on me today, and like, if that's how you're gonna channel it. You channeled it, whatever. But like, I don't care. So you guys just don't respond. No. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever. And it never really affects me anymore. I think it only did during that time when it was like about my weight because I knew it was like an issue. But now I'll like, like, I honestly knock on what don't get them that often. I feel like both of us don't get as much hate. But I think it's because we don't like acknowledge whenever yeah, we, we do don't like it. lead it on. I feel like we, some of our friends will like send us a group chat where they'll be like yeah i reply to this person like then they're going back and forth and i'm literally like, like why they did you get do that? so worked up and i'm like that's why you don't reply uh-huh. like don't ignite like why did you reply to that that's so stupid that's what they want like they want you to reply they, they want do. you to see it and I'm yeah just like, yeah because and then if you it. reply to one mean comment then other people Everyone will be like will oh she replies mm-hmm. to those comments so i should yeah. say something rude and i like always reply to like the funny comments are like mm-hmm. the really sweet ones like me too yeah and i feel like because i just want to attract that energy for everyone mm-hmm. like i don't want to like put negative stuff out there because i feel like there's enough of that in the world and mm-hmm. i and i'm not really that negative of a person like i yeah. feel like our parents have always like just been really positive and encouraging and we have such a great group of supportive friends that just make us feel like really good and i don't want to like put energy into stuff that's so yeah um what would you say your favorite moment was this year oh my gosh we've had so many honestly i I think this has (laughs) sounds so stupid this has been like the most fun year of my life no but i feel like literally ever it's because we always every time uh (laughs) we oh i know what the i know what it was (laughs) You know what it was too. What? I think it was best night ever. I know. It was, was best night say. ever. We, we had this one night <laughs> at Coachella last year. My boyfriend was on tour and I was like so upset. He wasn't going to go to Coachella. So I was like, I'm going to bring Nicole, my best friend, and we're going to just stay with my parents because my parents go to Coachella every year. Well, Quite our every parents, year. Me saying my parents. Yeah, your parents. <laughs> our parents. Whatever. Yeah, they're my, it's my mom and dad. Yeah. Uh, so, I brought Nicole and Sydney brought her best friend Drew and we were like, oh, this is going to be like a (laughs) chaos Coachella crew because we're just like two of our like best friends and then sisters and my parents like love Drew and Nicole. So it's just like going to be love and like happiness the entire time. And I ended up, I had to work at Coachella, but then I also had to drive back to LA work and then drive back to Coachella. And it was like madness. And I was probably the most exhausted I've ever been but 
the entire time we just kept being like best night ever like best day ever and like we just kept saying it and it literally ended up being it ended like, up happening yeah and so now we would always be like oh yeah best trip ever and like we'll keep putting that and like it literally turns into it's literally like, like an energy that it's so we created yeah. like but we started as a joke it like, did we it started as we're a being joke. sarcastic about everything and then it literally just would just happen to be like the best and then it turned into being serious like we like it was yeah. the best night ever. We were really exhausted on Sunday of Coachella, as everyone is, because we like were out really late the night before. But we were like, you know what? It's it's the best day ever. So your best day ever and your best time ever this year was with your parents. Low key, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, oh. they weren't they were there, but they weren't like like the best night ever happened at this like one party at Coachella was like when it started. And, like they weren't <laughs> at the party, but like they definitely were there the whole time, and they like they loved it. They knew the energy. Yeah, so people who don't really know um, that well, Sydney and Dev, or like their parents, it's uh -huh. like it's kind of a known thing that all of us are friends with their parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like one time yeah. we went, we all did the. Um, I you guys were doing your family was doing the drive this year. I think it was this year for the um, for the people that lost their homes yeah. uh -huh. in. Um, um, it was in fires in the yeah. fires in yeah. the beginning like of the year exactly a year ago no, it was, oh, like it was a little year. year ago yeah, yeah december 23rd oh, okay we so threw the benefit concert Whoa. yes yeah. you threw a benefit concert and then we donated a clothes and mm -hmm. we all the friends joined together which is like a, what i love this it was like so much fun. sweet yeah. community it was. but then i think i know you got sick devin got sick and you had to go home Sydney. i didn't even get to go to i literally was at like the flea market that we threw in the morning and i was so sick that i just yes. went home and slept yeah i don't know where sydney was i went i went for the night part yeah we like switched so you were there at dinner i was oh you went to yes. dinner with no, my so parents that's what I'm trying to we went say, to yeah. Lago. Yes. i was there oh my god oh here so that at the end of the night the we all decided to go to dinner so then um devin and sydney's friends went to dinner with their parents and where Devin there. wasn't there. Sydney was somewhere else yeah. at that moment. But we like that's how much fun we have with their parents <laughs> that we had so much fun with their parents. And then Sydney eventually came like to the yeah. dinner. Yeah. But that was the point is that like we even spend our own time with like and your dad has given me like work advice before and yeah. he's always so helpful and your mom's like adorable and I was there the birthday and like your yeah. parents uh, like Devin's birthday was recently and like your the parents just like party with, with the, all yeah, of us. Like so they're so much fun. I like, I feel like growing up, they were very strict with me, not as much with Sydney, but I think it's because I was a little more wild than Sydney was at that point. But at that point. once I turned 18, like my relationship with them's completely changed. Like they just treated me. Well, I learned whenever they would tell me that I couldn't do something, I'd be like, Yes, I can. Like, I'm 18. Yeah, you can't okay. tell me what to do. And so then that kind of, they were like, oh, okay, whatever. Let's just start treating her like yeah. <laughs> like a regular adult person. And then um, I just felt like I could be honest with them and so much more open than I already was because I didn't feel like I was going to get in trouble for anything. So yeah. I could tell them everything. Yeah. Um, but now all my friends always ask for like can you send me your dad's number i want advice or like so will you text me your mom i want to know how she made that 
mm-hmm. one thing or like they're yeah. honestly like so wholesome like your dad was something to just They're reach out and be like hey um is everything okay i'm just checking because at one point like up until last year i was selling merch but then i, I don't have time this year uh-huh. but he would check in and be like hey how are you doing like do you need any help do you need any advice i'd be like hey dave i'm doing great Aww. thanks for asking or like some of those moments where i'm succeeding in something like hey i just want to let you know i think yeah. you're killing it yeah. good job oh. i'm like so or when he reached out to see if I can help Sydney, because yeah, just- I'm friends with Devin, but mm-hmm. I we were not yeah, weren't we really, really close yeah we didn't really know each other last year beginning of the year so like yeah. I thought it was like the that was like that because I obviously I grew up with daddy issues and my dad and I are great now but like there's nothing that I find more endearing mm-hmm. than like a love of a father with their his daughter yeah, yeah. and like to. S- and and I think there's nothing more painful in general for parents to watch their kids struggle mm-hmm. and knowing that there's nothing physically they can do to help them, you know? Um, my dad always talks about how he's like, when you girls go out at night, it like keeps him up. Like he up. literally will always talk about, he's like, yeah, you just, I'll come and I'll say like the littlest thing. I'm like, yeah, I was really annoyed about that. And I like won't even think about it after I say it, I'll turn around and walk home. And or mm-hmm. I'll go home and my dad will call me the next morning. He's like, I was up all night, like thinking about what you said. And I'm just like, dad, yeah. like, <laughs> it's okay. I just wanted to vent to you. Yeah. And like, you don't Aww. have to worry about it. He cares, a lot. He cares <laughs> so much. That's so sweet. Yeah. Cause like for him to reach out to me, yeah. ask me to reach out to you, which again, to be honest, I was scared to reach yeah. out because yeah. I didn't like, know I you well. Know. I didn't know how to help you. Yeah. But like, I feel like when, I feel like if I look at your even just Instagram without even knowing you, you can tell like you've become a completely different person. Like yeah. you can tell the happiness has changed. It's the weirdest thing even through pictures. You can tell when someone's miserable and when someone's really happy. Yeah, it's really weird. And I like I even went back on my Instagram and was like, oh, my God. Like at the time, I had no idea. I thought I looked like totally normal. And but I now I look back. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. You- or every photo looked the same. Like, it was just me, but, like, in a different place. But, like, I looked the same. Can I tell you what my favorite thing is about your parents? What? It's kind of funny. When you guys post your pictures, oh my sometimes God. it can be Yes, sexual. I know what you're going to say. Sometimes oh they're a little sexual, and then God. it's always, like, the dad, Dave, is like, you're doing great, Sid. Yep. Love <laughs> you, Sid. I'm like, he'll always Dad. comment like three red hearts or like, yes. love you, Dev. And I'm like, every, Dad, like, not this Every picture, photo. Please. <laughs> yes. Like that's He's honestly so my favorite thing. Yeah. When you're when you guys post pictures are a little risky, even though they're mm-hmm. not that risky because yeah. you guys yeah. are wholesome. But like, like one time there was a picture of Sydney on her bed. It's always in, Sydney. Always. My mom always. took that picture. Yeah. Literally, my you mom know what I'm talking it. about? Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's in like the course blue. Yeah. Blue lingerie. Like, yes. She's in blue lingerie on her bed. Okay, so her mom took it, and then her dad commented like, "You're doing great, babe," yeah. or like, "Love, Love you." And I was just like, "This is hilarious." I it's love so it. They're so supportive. Yeah, they're like really they're, supportive. But it's because we're like, I don't know. But they know we're like really cool and like yeah. know everything about the internet more than us. That yeah. they're just like, they're very with it and like mm-hmm. get it. And like my mom will take so many Instagram pictures for us. Or my dad will be like, did you guys take a picture of that? And I'm just like, yeah. Like my dad is our manager. Like he yeah. knows. <laughs> he's just amazing. You're a talent manager? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Which my. one? Her? Oh. I was sounding loud. <laughs> You're screaming. Oh. <laughs> um, your dad's your talent manager too? Yes. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it, I like wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, he knows everything. He's literally Anybody so just helpful. can trust him yeah. more than anyone. Like, I don't know how he does it. He literally knows he can do any job. It's crazy. 
So are you dating anyone right now? Um, <laughs> no. She's not exclusive. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not exclusive. She's in a non-exclusive I'm contract. I'm in a non-exclusive contract. I randomly saw some picture of you from Halloween, which like made me laugh really hard. But like, I don't think you're which dating one? this which guy. Which Halloween night? But I, I don't. Know. I don't think you're dating him. But okay. like, it was the funniest picture where like oh, you were in a photo booth. Yeah, that guy. Mike. I was so mad at him. I was and, like, Mike, why did you post that? Like, or literally, it was one time for the photo. Like, so funny. Yeah. What's what's his but, last name? I forget. He's like Logan's friend. Doesn't matter. But yeah, it was like a photo booth picture, and then like yeah. <laughs> he's trying to kiss you, yes. and then your mouth is fully open. Yes, and, just and your I tongue. was like, so he's why your did you post that? Sydney being like, do we really have to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Just like annoyed, <laughs> literally exactly. Well, I think he just wanted to look like a oh, badass. Yeah, he it. thought it was so funny, and I was like, "I'm so mad at you." <laughs> so obviously, that's not the guy you're interested in. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> literally, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Mike. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm de- like, I'm like I said, I'm picky with like who I decide to finally like be like, okay, you're my boyfriend. Hmm. But especially now, I have like very high standards of like how they treat me how they are so yeah. i'm definitely like Which i'm should. having fun got it but, but there's someone you are smitten by yeah that's sweet yeah are you smitten by anyone <laughs> <laughs> there's this guy <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> known him for quite some time oh my god wait but why don't you tell us because so i already know the story but i don't know if everyone else knows the story about how you and jess met mm-hmm. uh just, i should say jess do you call him jess ever i, I actually don't you can call him jess okay. i always call him jesse uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't i jesse. call him like every other name except for jesse uh-huh. oh so can why don't you tell me how you guys met and was a love at first sight? Or did you have to walk by a few times? <laughs> <laughs> did a laugh around? <laughs> yeah. No, I. Jesse's three years older than me, so and we're from the same town. Um, so I always knew who he was, but we were in such different like worlds in high school. Me being just like only in the dance world and like only hanging out with my friends and never venturing out of that circle. And Jesse wasn't even remotely like there we had no mutual friend to be like oh like let's hang out but um when I was graduated we had started hanging out because wildflower had just started and one of my friends was like well we're we're sitting at lazy dog at the mall near our house and lazy dogs the restaurant we were about to go see spring breakers and jesse and i had been friends on the internet like on myspace or um, actually i don't know if we were friends on myspace on facebook twitter instagram like we were definitely internet friends but had never hung out in real life like i think i saw him at a party once when i was like 17 i remember looking at him being like oh my god like jesse's here like that guy and all my friends like didn't get it because they were like very into like jock vibes which i just never was like that into but um except the polo team yeah except the water polo (laughs) yeah because they were like surfers they weren't it wasn't like the speedos that attracted me um (laughs) but we were at the mall and he was with one of my really good friends raj and raj um, i was with my sister and my parents we were gonna go see spring breakers and Jesse walked out or they were using the bathroom at Lazy Dog and Raj walked up to our table with Jesse and was like, oh, the Carlson. They were like, hi. And 
Jesse like introduced her himself and he's like, ah, I know you from the internet. And I'm like, yeah, I know you from the internet. And then my parents obviously met him like the first time I had met him in real life, like talked to each other in real life. Um, and they had just seen Spring Breakers and he was like, oh, like, tell me how you think about it. Like, just tell me what you think. And so uh, I, we went and saw the movie and then like right when the movie came out, I got a tweet from Jesse and he was like, so like, how was the movie? And I replied, I was like, Spring Break. He was flirting. <laughs> he was oh, flirting, but I had a boyfriend. Flirting. I fully had a boyfriend. Right. At the time. Okay. Um, Which one? What? Uh, and so, <laughs> but I went home, whatever. And I was just like, oh, like I got acknowledged by a guy that like I think is so cute, but I have a boyfriend, whatever. Uh, and my boyfriend and I at that time were doing long distance. And so my friend was like, Jesse wants to hang out with you again. And I'm like, like, I don't really want to hang out. Like, I know if I start hanging out with him, I'm going to like him. So I don't really want to hang out. And I would literally just get like dropped into being like, Raj is coming over and then Jesse would be like there. And I was just like, hi, like, <laughs> ah, like whatever. And then we would start hanging out. And then I ended up going to like, he was, he had just started the band and we had just started wildflowers. So we were kind of the ones in our area that were doing like weird quote unquote mm -hmm. things, like not going to college, right? which everyone did at our school. And, uh, so we got really close and we were just hanging out. We would hang out till, at Denny's until like 5 a.m. every single night. And it was so much fun. We just would talk and talk and talk. And I never met someone that I had so much in common with. And I was like actually attracted to. Like I was like, oh, my God, like I can talk about anything with you. And you, like you think I'm hot and I think you're hot. Like mm -hmm. what is going on? And then uh, he had asked me, he's like, do you want to go to Coachella with me? And I was like, what? And it was me and Nicole because me, me and Jesse never hung out one-on-one. -on -one. Nicole was always there. And I was like, oh, like, I can't tell my boyfriend that I'm, like, mm -hmm. going to Coachella with this, like, guy that I've just been hanging out with. Mm -hmm. And so Nicole's mom would always get tickets to, like, random shows for us. So I texted my boyfriend. And I was like, Nicole's mom just got us tickets to Coachella. <laughs> we're going to go. You were sus. And wow. Oh, I was so sus. But I just, like, liked him so much. And I had never met someone that I, like, actually wanted to hang out with. And that didn't Not even your me. boyfriend. Oh, yeah. not even my boyfriend. <laughs> my boyfriend at the time, he was so nice. And he's so cool. But I just had a crush on him for a long time. But I don't think we really, like, connected. I was just like, oh, you're, you're cute. And you're really nice. Like... But that was it. And Jesse, it was just like this connection that I just never had before. And so I ended up going to Coachella with him uh, the first weekend. And everyone there was like, oh, like, are you guys dating? And we're like, no, no. Like never even, not anything remotely close to dating. We were just like really gone along. And then uh, on the way home, I called my boyfriend and broke up with him. Oh. Because <laughs> I was just like, I'm starting to have feelings for someone else and I just can't look at you and lie to you and act like I don't. But I definitely didn't say the reason that we were breaking up was because I had feel I said, so, you didn't wish my sister happy birthday. Oh, that was true though. And so then I broke up with him and then Jesse and I had like kind of dated and then we ended up breaking up and I... Um, right. How long did you guys date for before you broke up? Uh, like six or seven months. Why did you break up? I was just not myself. Like I was so nervous to fuck it up because I liked him so much 
that I just wanted to like be the cool girl that was okay with everything and never like was like, no, I don't want to do that. Like I was just always like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. 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 Like never said how I actually was feeling because I was so nervous to like mess it up because of how much I liked him that I ended up fucking over myself by not being myself. And then, uh, yeah, it just didn't work out. And I was like, we still ended up being friends and hanging out every single day because we still lived in our small town. How long and have you guys broken up for? Like a year and a half. It's almost been really hard. Uh, yeah, it was so hard, especially seeing him date other girls and like, but I dated someone else for a year that was like very serious. And like, uh, I learned a lot in that relationship because I actually was myself. Like I was like, okay, fuck trying to be the like nice girl who's cool with everything. Like if I don't, I'm just going to lay it all, all out. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I don't want to like try to tiptoe and be in a relationship. Like that sounds miserable. So then in my next relationship, I was very like, anytime he did something that I didn't like, I was like, nope I don't like that like that was so stupid and but it made it so much more honest and the communication was so there um but then Jesse and I went to Coachella together again like a couple years later and uh we ended up getting in this like big fight because he was like mad at me over something and I was like you have because Jesse and I once we broke up we did not ever talk about the fact that we had dated at all it was like no one talked about it because we were still seeing each other every day so it was like no one brought it up in the group of friends in the group of friends yeah yeah. and uh, and at this point he was dating someone you were dating someone and then in Coachella you guys he wasn't dating anyone oh he wasn't no he was just like he would like talk to people but he wasn't he didn't have a girlfriend but you had a boyfriend I had a boyfriend and um we ended up getting in a fight like right before Drake was about to play and I remember being like, you have no right to like say that I'm doing anything wrong after like what I've went through with you. And he was like, what? And I literally just like went off on him and like called him a monster and said like all these heinous things. And I was also very drunk and uh, probably said a little too much, but I just screamed at him and like got everything off my chest that I had wanted to get off that entire first time we had dated. And then all the years in between, it was like, I had all this built up emotion and I just like word vomited in the best way and just felt so good after I was just like, Oh, like, Oh my God, now he knows like how I felt that entire time. And I just remember the look on his face. Like he was literally like shocked and then we went and we danced to Drake. Well, I didn't dance with him, but like we danced with our whole group of friends to Drake. And then we went home and Jesse had texted me because we drove in separate cars back to the house. And he was like, we're, yeah, we're going to have to talk. And I was just like, I don't know what to say. And he's like, he's like, I can't have this talk with you while you have a boyfriend. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Like, are you kidding me? And obviously I've had a soft spot and never felt the things I've ever felt uh, for Jesse for anyone else I just like had this like soulmate connection with him that I knew how much I was in love with him but I was just so scared and like my boyfriend at the time was so amazing and so great but like I just couldn't help how much I loved Jesse and like our connection so I just went home and called my boyfriend over and I tried to like talk about it and he of course thought I cheated on him which never happened like I'm a Leo I'm so fucking loyal I would literally never cheat on anyone like I I literally can't 
And uh, then I never told Jesse that I was single and we ended up running into each other like a couple weeks later, like a week or two. And I was like, oh, like we just started talking. And then he was like, I can't talk to you. And I'm like, yeah, like, well, if you want to talk, like I'm here. And then we ended up just seeing each other every single night in a row. And he obviously found out that I had been single. And I was I just didn't want him to think that I broke up with him for him because the relationship I was in, I had tried to break off multiple times, but I was still living in Newberry Park and I was happy in it, but I just like knew it wasn't going to be forever. And I don't want to be in a relationship that's not going to go anywhere, which I felt like that one had ran its course, but I was just kind of like, we still see each other all the time. Might as well still date. Like, (laughs) I don't know, but yeah, Jesse and I ended up getting back together pretty quickly after that. And we've been together ever since. Yeah. But when you guys were getting back together, um, were you doing something very specific? To make sure that it's gonna last this time. Uh, yeah, I literally did. I love that. Like, I know the whole story, and I just like just get to it. I know, I know. I'm forgetting it. (laughs) I told Jesse if we were getting back together, I was like, I need to know you're serious about this, and you're not just gonna like fuck me over again. And I didn't kiss him for three months, but we were fully boyfriend and girlfriend. I was probably like a little over two months, but we would literally hold hands and have sleepovers, but I just would not kiss him. Cause I was just like, I don't, I didn't break off that amazing relationship to go into something and get fucked over again. Like that is so not like, that's not worth it. And I just want to know that you're serious and like, I'm not going to put my time and energy into you if I'm not going to get it back because I know how serious I am about you. And if you're not going to take this seriously, then I don't want to be with you, but he put up with it. And, uh, I was very honest anytime anything upset me. Uh, and he was just really, really respectful. And it showed me how much that he cared about me. And he had voiced, we had talked a lot about the first time we dated because he had just started his career. And I think, uh, I was really young and I don't think it, like, I'm so grateful that we did break up that first time because, I don't like who I was and I don't think he was like ready for how much I was. So the timing really wasn't good. And now um, I feel like everything that's happened between us has got us to where we are, but we really respect each other. And I think he makes me better and I make him better, but that's sweet. So yeah, for those first three months, you said, from what I recall, that was a full that. breakdown. I don't know if I'm like ever told that story. That was deep. That was deep. I kind of oh, Violet's making mean. <laughs> well, I, I really love that story when you yeah. told it to me, so I kind of remembered it, and I wanted to hear it all over again. But like, I thought the like one one thing that I thought that I really um, like looked up to you was the fact that a even though you knew in your heart at that point already that Jesse was your person, you didn't do what most girls would do, including myself, which would be when I would wake up my boyfriend, the first thing I would do is call Jesse and be like, yeah. hey, I'm done with my boyfriend. Like, let's be together. But you were so like calm and you just waited it out. And then even the fact that you were so strong for three months to not get physical, or do anything with Jesse just mm-hmm. because you wanted to make sure like this is it this time. And I feel like that's what made you guys stronger because you said that you had Lauren or someone like a friend with you guys the whole time for Nicole. three months. Oh, Nicole. <laughs> and Sorry, we were Nicole. we literally couldn't be together alone because I knew I would give in and kiss him. Yeah. And Nicole would just, if Nicole was there, I knew I wouldn't do it. 
And the only time we had been alone uh, that time was when we were leaving Swingers in L.A., the diner. And he was like, oh, I have to stop and get gas. And like, I, he was like, do you want to come with me? And I was like, sure. <laughs> of course, we ended up kissing in the car. Oh, but I was just like, <laughs> I was like, ah! I know. Oh my God, no. So scandalous. Jeez. No, but that's sweet. Like, I think that's what kind of like Bobby finally made it. Like, for him, Bobby, especially for boys, I think boys realize things, it takes them longer. Not always, but yeah. sometimes for yeah. boys, depends on the professional, that it takes them longer to realize if that's their person. So I think, like, for Jesse to stick around and not that physical means everything, but just to be around you every day obviously meant that, like, he was like, this is my person. Yeah. I just think we got along. It was, like, undeniable. And everyone knew it. It was just, like, that waiting for the time to be right. Um, how, when did you realize you were in love with Jesse? Was it the first time or just? I don't, I feel like. For me, it was pretty instant because I had just never met anyone like him before that I was just so like, oh, my God, I can't believe you exist type thing. So I think I've always been in love with him. Uh, but it just once I felt that he was in love with me, I was I feel like it made me feel even more in love with him. Aww. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about him? Everything. <laughs> he's just such a love bug and he's so sweet like he's he's just such a good guy that I just am so grateful because like I feel like most guys in his profession everyone would think that he's just like not how he is but he's just the biggest like sweetheart and I just love him so much and he's so creative and he's so cool and like funny like he makes me laugh the hardest anyone ever makes me laugh Besides my sister, but uh, yeah, I just love him. What do you think his favorite thing about you is? My optimism, because he tells me all the fucking time. <laughs> He's like, you can turn any situation into something like the bright side. He's like, which I think helps him a lot because uh, sometimes his brain doesn't always go that route. What's your favorite thing about Jesse? Um, he's like, so himself, like he, he will never pretend to be someone he's not or like act someone he's not like he's so himself in every single way and like every day and anything he does and he doesn't care like what people think. Like he's always just like, like that's Jesse. Like I love that about him too. He's so passionate and I just think that's so attractive. Um, he's so unique. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you guys feel? Because uh, not everyone. No, I mean, because Jesse like loves to dress up. He like mm-hmm. obviously sometimes wears makeup for whatever he needs and all that. And like I love that, but I also like like love very unique guys and a lot of times yeah. I also love musicians. Yeah, because they're just so like emotional and then their feelings. Like, is that like do you love that about Jesse? That he's just so unique. They can be himself. I just like that. Like. I seriously feel like he's my soulmate because, like, I'm so into dressing up and, like, playing with makeup and, like, doing hair. And he, like, wants to know everything about it. And I'm just always like, yeah, this is the new palette. Like, do you Mm want to try it with me? And, like, we'll try it together. And I just, like, don't – for me, I'm not thinking, like, oh, my God, my boyfriend's wearing makeup. I'm literally just, like, me and my best friend are bonding. Like, it just feels like – 
So uh, what do you have to say to people that like to like uh, have a specific gender roles where the man has to be a quote, quote, does it's not considered manly if mm-hmm. he wears really tight like jeans that's tighter than yours and so on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the tightest jeans you've ever seen. Yeah. He yeah. wears jeggings. <laughs> uh, I think it's, I mean, I feel like I've just always said like, do whatever you want, wear whatever you want. I feel like whenever anyone tries to be like, you can't wear that because you're a woman or you can wear that because you're a guy. Like, I'm just always like, but it looks so good. Who cares? <laughs> like, I don't, I've never um, really tried or understood that. And I feel like I've never really been like thought too much about it. I just feel like it's you wear whatever you want to wear energy. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it kind of makes me like men, a lot of men that I date more when they have like something unique about it's themselves. It's just like a confidence. Right. And I don't think Jesse's doing it because he thinks it's like trendy. Jesse does everything because he wants to do it, yeah. not because it's necessarily cool or not. He currently has one eyebrow. Like I don't, which love I'm, sure. it, I love it because I love him. Like a unibrow or just one? He has one, one single side. eyebrow on one side. Oh, which side did he choose? Well, he shaved off both of them, but he has a tattoo under one of them. So it looks like he has one eyebrow at the moment. Oh. Which I, at first, he sent me a picture and I was on a shoot and I just literally threw my phone and I said, oh my God. Because they were bleached before, which I was like, bleached is cool. Mm. Whatever. Let's, let's do that. And my friend was shooting it. She was like, what? And I was like, I just turned my phone and I showed her. She goes, you don't understand how funny this is for me. (laughs) Oh, my God. But now I see it and I just I love it because I'm like, he wanted to do it. So he did it. Like, I don't know. How do you guys like keep the long distance relationship? Because uh, it seems like I mean, weirdly, it seems like you're always in long distance relationship. I know. But it didn't work out in the past. Like, what do you guys do to... To make sure that, um, like, I don't know, is it like setting boundaries or like, what do you guys do to make sure that your long distance works out when he's like touring or you are? Well, A, I trust him so much. Like he has all my trust and I have all of his. So that is kind of key in not driving yourself insane when your boyfriend's like in a new city every single day. Um, But also just like communication. Like we talk we try to say good morning and good night every single night, but sometimes when like he's on, he's in a different country or stuff, the time changes kind of hard, but I just feel like we just talk like, I've, but I talk to my parents every single day. Like I'm, I woke up and I texted my mom, like, I don't even think about it. And he's someone that I normally would talk to every single day. And because I'm not, I don't like forget about him. I'm just like text him instead of seeing him in front of me. But I also like, don't get mad if I'm like, you haven't talked to me all day. Like it's very like an understanding and I've toured with him before. So I know what the day to day is like. It's not really a mystery to me. I'm like, I know what his schedule is pretty much. And he knows what mine is because I'm either at home or traveling, but it's just really communication and trust. Um, Do you guys have a specific amount of time that you can't go without seeing each other? Is it like two weeks, three weeks? Oh, three weeks. Two weeks is where it gets to be like, wow, I really miss you. Wow, I really miss you in three weeks. It's like, I'm fucking over this. I need to see you right now. So it's usually three weeks. But we've gone longer, but that's when we learned, like, we need to not go that long anymore. 
He's a Leo like you. He is. And that's why it works is because we like understand how much the other one needs to be like, you're so good. Like that is so good. <laughs> like we're constantly telling each other how like. Yeah. I like, feel like Leos like love to be center of attention and they need that like ego stroke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when I think of two Leos having sex together, I feel like the end of it's like, you were amazing. How was I? <laughs> you were amazing. No, you were amazing. <laughs> Like, it's just constant compliments. (laughs) We're just naturally like that with each other because we, like, back each other so hard. But Did you ever notice that there's a video, one of the neighborhood's videos is of Jesse, um, where he gets a close-up of his private parts? Oh, yeah. I remember when they filmed that. You didn't know that, Sydney? No. Yes, you did. In the Afraid video, Jesse's sitting fucking naked in a chair like this. Never. And then eventually gets a close up. Do you think any of your friends ever saw watch the video once they found out that your boyfriend's penis is on it? (laughs) We weren't we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, I think, when that video came out. Oh but he did have a book. uh, and the last page on the book is him with like all of his tattoos covered up, completely naked. So I know all my friends have definitely seen my boyfriend naked. I have. But <laughs> like, yes, the whole internet has pretty much. But I don't really. Once I feel I like found the out internet's seen bit. me pretty much almost That's true. <laughs> naked, but not in a sexual way. It's not. I think it's like sexual. artsy. I can't explain yeah. it. It's all art. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's art with you. I feel like it's art with him. But definitely when I found out there was a video of your boyfriend and his peen is somewhere there. I watched the full video and I was like waiting to find it. And I was like, oh, my God. I paused. I paused. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, come on. Like if I had sex, that accidentally came out. Like, right. You want to tell me you wouldn't be curious? No, okay. I literally don't. Like I just, I feel like I'm so the type that's like, okay, I have this vision of someone and it's something that I've based on my own opinions. And I haven't like, I feel like I don't really like, read into my friends or like look up stuff about my friends like I'm always just like I met you I'm gonna make my own opinion and that's that but it's hard you're better than me we (laughs) (laughs) no you just are more curious like you're Jesse 100% will be like oh yeah so-and-so told me that there's like this of our friend online and he'll be like yeah and go and look it up immediately and I'm just like Jesse like and you're like, no, what? I don't care I'm about curious. gossip, but if yeah. someone's private parts are out there, like I want to know <laughs> what you're working with. Like I just want to know. I'm just curious. Yeah. I love that. I mean, whatever. This is me. Now I guess I'm a terrible person. If it came so. across my phone and I didn't look it up, maybe I'd watch. Okay. Yeah. Someone sure. send it to me. So. Yeah. If someone sent it to me, I'd probably watch it. Okay. Like if my sister was like, oh my God, look what I just found a Violet. I would probably watch it. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, definitely go check this out. Yeah. That's the tea, love. <laughs> That's the tea. Um, so uh, let's see. If you guys can go back in time, is there anything that you would change in your life? Like anything. Anything. Like what you were wearing today. Anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would have made my nail appointment before I came here. No, I'm <laughs> um, Nothing like that big that I'm like, damn, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Because like- at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm here right now and I'm so happy with my life and everything right now that if I would have changed anything, I may have not like been here. I feel like the only thing I'd be like is save more of my money and not yeah, be maybe, as like, not like, buy that reckless thing, but with like, it. Because I feel like anytime I would get a paycheck, I was like, it was gone in a week. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. I feel you. It's fun while it lasted. If you guys can go back into your childhood and now, what would you say your, the best day of your life has been? 
except oh the Pichelli. Oh, my God. There's so many. We're so lucky. We, we have so much just fun. <laughs> we just have so much fun all the time. I don't know. I just, I feel like I've always been such a happy gal that every day is so fun. I remember I used to say the best day of my life was when we won nationals. <laughs> but it's because I've never won stuff before. Like, mm-hmm. I never got, like, first place, you are the best I never got that. Leo needs to hear that. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was everything I wanted. And it was like my senior year. And I just worked so fucking hard for like all of high school to get that. And getting it just felt like so much self like, oh, I did it. And like our school had never also won it before. So it was like we made history that year. And it was like a whole Mm-hmm. A whole thing that I just put, I was so passionate about. And then just seeing that like all come out was so, um, felt so good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like any trip, family trip, we would always go on was so much fun. Mm-hmm. But always like family dinners or like just whenever it was just the four of us or even like whenever we would have friends spend the night. I feel like I just, mm-hmm. everything is fun. I feel like I don't have a one specific. The day we met. Yeah, the day <laughs> I met Violet was actually the best day ever. <laughs> the best day of your life. Aw, that's so sweet. I didn't thank you. <laughs> um, this is a really random question, but I just like wrote it down. I was like, this is tea. But I don't know if you guys will even have a thought about this, but I wrote down um what bridges are you happy that you burned? Uh just like friendships that were exhausting. But I I literally have only experienced that once. Where I was just like, oh, like, this is bad. I got to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And that was the only time that I, because I'm not really, a, I don't like confronting people or acting like anything is wrong ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was just someone who was just so toxic and none of my friends liked. And I was so like, let's try, like, mm-hmm. let's try. And uh, cutting that off was literally like lifting a weight off my shoulders and I feel like that was honestly one of the only bridges I've ever burned and it was one of the best decisions I ever made I feel like we're not really the like we don't both love or like enjoy burning bridges like I feel like we kind of just walk over them and like keep walking like not necessarily like burn and like cut off like I'm very like I feel like we don't have crazy friends and if we do we're just like got it gonna take a step back yeah like it's not like yeah it's not like a whole dramatic a whole thing. dramatic it's just like breakup knowing god it's how never to deal like don't ever it. speak to me again right it's just like i'm gonna do my thing now and distance myself a little bit and move yeah. on we're yeah. very like chill when it comes to just like we're chill yeah, yeah we're, we're like chill, chill girls we're just like two chill <laughs> we're just girls. like go with the vibe we're like, just like vibey chill girls yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I do remember one time when you like didn't like someone or you thought there was something off with someone like that threw me off I'm talking about to Devin now that threw me off because <laughs> you're like I feel like it takes a lot for you to feel like there's something off with someone so then I feel like I took it per- I took it seriously yeah there's like, like a couple like here and there I'll meet people where I'm just like I don't get it mm-hmm. I like don't click and it's nothing to take personal or anything I'm just like you don't have to be friends with everyone like you don't yeah. have to love everyone and just coming to peace with that in my mind is like so cool. But I just also I'm like, you know what? If I don't get it, I don't get it. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to Wildflower, your 
business. It's a it's a family business, right? Yes. So it actually started when you were sixteen. Sixteen, and you were. I don't think you were sixteen. You were fourteen. Maybe I was fifteen. I was a senior. I like turned sixteen in the very beginning. I was literally seventeen because it happened in April of my senior year. Oh my god, drama! You're seeing fight break out. <laughs> yeah, we're you guys, <laughs> we're fighting. Yeah, whatever. I was, I was a sophomore. No, you weren't. We we're three years apart. You're a freshman. You're probably 15. You probably turned 15. It was April. Your birthday's in April, so you just turned 15. Okay, so maybe it was the first time you start <laughs> working for a while. No, but it didn't yeah. become a company until 2015. Yeah, yeah. But like we yeah. started um, selling them and. Uh, 2012 and it had happened completely by accident my mom had just been making phone cases for my sister and i Mm -hmm. uh because cute phone cases didn't exist for Mm -hmm. the iphone 4 and one day she just kept a couple on her and we went to dinner and we were waiting in line for the bathroom and miley cyrus walked out of the bathroom stall and it was like peak hannah montana yeah you don't know this you don't know this story are you kidding Oh my gosh, we assume like everyone knows this story. I, I know. I literally tell it as if everyone already knows it. Yeah. But we had been waiting in line for so the bathroom funny. and Miley walked out and it was like Hannah Montana Definitely season was. finale. Like, and I just, the only person I had ever been a fan of was Miley, like obsessed, like the girl at school who liked Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. And she walked out and she was like, I like your sweater. And I was like, that's my in. I got to say something. I was like, do you mind if we take a picture together? And so then my sister took the picture with my phone that had the phone case on it. And she was like, oh, my God, where'd you get it? I was like, oh, my mom made it for me. And she's like, oh, it's a company. And I was like, we don't have a company. She's like, is your mom here? And I was like, yes. And then she was like, take me to go meet your mom. And so then we walked back to the table and Miley tapped my mom on the shoulder was like, are you the one who makes the cases? My mom was like. Uh, what? <laughs> what? And then she was like, you guys have to start a company. No one's making cute phone cases. Like, these are amazing. And uh, she called over our friends, and we had just so happened to have a couple extra on us that day. And so she took them, and she had asked me what my Twitter was in the midst of this entire blackout that I was in, having. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told her, and then we got in the car on the way home, and I was obviously losing it. My dad was losing it. And our, our dad's entire background was in uh, like graphic design and product development and stuff. So he was always like, how, like, I, this exactly is so like perfect. So we, um, Miley ended, ended up tweeting the picture of the phone cases and tagged me in her tweet. And I was getting all these responses, like, how do I get this? How do I get this phone case? Where do I get it? My dad was like, we need to come up with a, with a name. And prior to this, my mom had like, kind of thrown around the idea of it being wildflower but we just were literally like we need to come up with something right now and so we all agreed on wildflower on the car ride home and then my dad stayed up all night and made a website and it was also like instagram had just started Mm -hmm. so and my sister and i were very into instagram so we were like we need to make an instagram for it so we can post like outfit pics with Uh the phone case in the outfit like how you would style it whatever So we made sure all of like the ads were available on Twitter and everything. And then we just started replying to people with wildflowercases.com and it literally blew up overnight. Like we're in 17 magazine within like a month and then 
Yeah, like I'm Fred Siegel, like a couple months And we were later. making them ourselves, like at our house, we would have our cousins come over and like, because at the time it was still studs on the no, we cases. were fully hand making everything. Yeah. And I had a job, my mom had a job, my dad, we all had full time. Well, I had a part time job, mm-hmm. but my mom and dad had, uh, was mom's job part time? Uh, I don't know. We all had jobs. Yeah. And so we were literally trying to do this in our spare time and we would invite our entire extended family over and we would all be hand studying these helped. cases. And so yeah. Crazy. It was Does quite Miley the wild know ride. she helped the rise of wildflowers? I think she knows, but we have not, not sure. talked to her since that day. Because a little bit after, like, that whole thing happened, like, a month or two later, she would, like, she would still use the case. And, and she like, would, like, switch them out. And she would, like, paparazzi photos, like, literally hold it in front of herself. or Like, like uncomfortably hold, it, like, hold her phone case Yeah, like and she this. took a photo with, like, someone else, like, holding <laughs> it, like, very obviously. And we were like, is she, like, is she doing this on us? purpose? Like, is she just, like... <laughs> wanting to help us and saw we like started a company now and it's just like helping but it was just it just like happens naturally and you know my dad is like so into law of attraction and all that stuff yeah so that's the whole like he would always say like let's talk about what we want and all i would talk about was fucking miley cyrus Mm -hmm. and i was just like i'm obsessed with miley i just want to meet miley that's all i care about sydney was like i want to start modeling uh and like just being creative and doing stuff like that my mom was like I really want to quit my job and my dad was like I want to spend more time with my family so literally Sydney ended up modeling for Wildflower I met Miley my mom quit her job my dad literally works with his family every single day so all of our all of our dreams came true (laughs) when did it finally blow up I mean aside from that blowing up then how did it blow up like all over Instagram because I didn't start I mean well I guess I use the phone cases because you guys are my friends Mm -hmm. but also but it's still like a thing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like every girl on Instagram that uh-huh. has a following has a wildflower case. It's like a thing. It's <laughs> so like, how did oh you guys God. get into it with like the influencer people or like celebrities? Because I didn't even know the Miley st- story. So that's obviously yeah, not that's why crazy. I have this phone case. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think Miley was, I, I mean, in my eyes, I don't know if it really was, but in my eyes, she was the most famous person in the world and the most inspirational thing to me. And so I think a lot of people uh, got it because of her. Like um, Kylie Jenner had our case like so quickly after and like random celebrities mm. would always have our cases. And I had no idea how they would get them. Yeah. And we were constantly getting written up and stuff. And we like had no, pe- it was literally just us four. In our That's house. it. Yeah. And so... um I just think my sister, it was like kind of at the beginning of a switch of businesses where uh, retail was still really thriving, but then there was this new like wave of like internet marketing. And because we had had so many celebrity co-signs, we had kind of gotten a good drive from that of like just sales. But then I remember one day we were looking at, where people were coming to our website from and it was a YouTube link. And this was like within the first year of our company Mm -hmm. and it was Lindsay Hughes. It was like beauty baby 44. And she was doing a like review on our wildflower cases. And I was like, what the hell is this? And it was like, she did this whole video and I had started looking at her channel and she had featured us in like so many of her videos and she had had multiple wildflower cases. And so Um, And she was my age and she had a little sister who was Sydney's age and they lived in Georgia and I had messaged them and followed them and they followed us back and they're like, oh, like 
we're about to go to LA. Like, let's all hang out. And I was like, okay. And, um, this was kind of at a time where too Sydney was like her friends at, in high school were very weird about wildflower, oh. like anti-supportive. Mm. So she was like, yeah, I'm down to like meet some new friends, whatever. And so we had ended up meeting Lindsay and Megan Hughes and then Lauren Elizabeth and, and Alexa Losey and Drew, Emily June, yeah. Amanda Steele, Maddie Bragg, all in the same day. Yeah. And it was like right when Wildflower started. And they were like, oh, you guys make Wildflower cases. And so I was like, yeah. And then so we started kind of being friends with all those girls really early on because we were all doing weird Different things. stuff. Because this was like 2013. So what? Mm-hmm. Six years ago, seven years ago, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we had all just started doing that and giving them the cases. And then whenever they would come to L.A., we would all hang out. And then some of them ended up moving here and befriending Sydney. And then we're also from like the suburbs outside of L.A. So we had like our sh- fair share of friends who had followings pretty quickly on Instagram. But then Sydney and I just always liked taking pictures and being active on the internet because of MySpace and Facebook and all that stuff. So it didn't really feel like a job taking pictures for the Wildflower Instagram and then having so many friends that were also into it. It kind of just all happened gratefully, but that was just the way our mind worked. It was like, we're going to take a picture and we're going to post it and say, this is available now. Like people weren't thinking about that. Like brands didn't really have instagrams at the time at all and it was just really a new concept um when we had started our company and we just always kept up on it because it was really fun for us and then we were also doing that on our personal accounts which once wildflower started getting big and the pictures were mainly of us too people had started kind of recognizing us from that and following us from there and so then sydney and i just kind of kept doing our own thing and i think uh you can see like how the designs have evolved by following me and Sydney because mm-hmm. we so like are the cases that like goes with our lives. Yeah, and I think that it's the, a really personal connection mm-hmm. that makes it different from buying just a regular phone case because it is still a family company and we still work out of my parents' house and we yeah. have an office, but that's mainly for like fulfillment and stuff. But all of our designs are literally my dad is yeah. a graphic designer and we sit with him and design everything and my mom like writes handwrites notes and we always will go to our office and we handwrite notes for everyone like we feel like I just love how family oriented it is and the people that run our customer service we hired a like husband and wife and mm-hmm. uh, we just really uh, I feel like that's what makes it so special mm-hmm. you think that's probably what helps us stand out compared to other phone cases yeah yeah, because there's a story and I also think that our designs are cool because it's two like younger women designing it. And I think a lot of uh, other phone case designs, maybe, I mean, I'm not, I don't know, but I feel like they're just like based on a trend or whatever, but some of ours are too, but yeah. I feel like knowing that it's me and her designing them, yeah. it just makes it kind of more fun. So you and for- Sydney, aside from the collabs you do with influencers, you and Sydney pretty much design, like, are the ones, the thoughts um, behind, like, every phone case design. Yeah. yeah. 
And then our mom will usually tweak it and make it a little more yeah. normal <laughs> or sellable. I feel like because some of our design ideas are a little out there. Yeah. And my mom will be like, like, maybe take it back. It down. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys still full-time work on Wild Yeah, yeah that's like our full-time job. That's so cool that you have like that thing that's yours. I think that's mm-hmm. like a, like your job. Yeah. Aside from your other jobs. Yeah. I think we're in a very interesting position because uh, so many influencers now will get to start companies because of their following. And we kind of get to be influencers because of our company. Yeah. So it's kind of like backwards. Mm-hmm. But, but I think you guys managed to make Wildflower Case as an accessory to your outfit, which I think that's a really cool concept. I don't know if you realize that or not, but I think that's what changed. And that's yeah. what I think helps us stand out. Personally, like I'm really into understanding why businesses are the way they are because I have a business background. Mm-hmm. So I do think that's the unique thing about wildflower cases is that like when you take a picture now, like you literally like right now, like my, well, right now my lipstick isn't fully red. Yeah. But like when I've taken pictures before, my current yeah. phone case, yeah, which is like, black and cherry is that my lipstick would be red and my outfit would be black mm-hmm. and it just goes with my outfit. Right. And I've, I've changed the phone cases before oh, yeah. based on my outfit. It, yeah. it matches your nails I do that. too. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. But that's the thing that's so specific. I feel like with wildflower cases is that it's like an actual accessory yeah. to your outfit. Mm-hmm. And it makes your mirror picks cuter. Yeah, so yeah <laughs> but I, I don't get like how it just, you guys, I don't know if you guys ever realized that's what you were going mm-hmm. for or just something happened, but it like, Literally, it's an accessory. I don't get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Well, it my phone, is. I literally, my phone is always in my hand. So I'm like, I wanted it to be cute. And we yeah. literally could not find cute phone cases, like, at all. And That's my, how it started. Yeah, yeah. And our mom is so crafty that she was like, I'm just going to figure out a way. And she literally Make wrapped one. them up and put them in our Easter baskets. Mm-hmm. That's how we got our first wildflower cases. And then we saw them and we were like, oh, mom, like we need to make more of these. And we're like, get leopard print. And it was like when, um, because my mom was hand studying uh, those like denim shorts that were big on Tumblr. My mom was making them where she would like sew fabric on one side and like stud them. So then our phone cases really had matched our shorts and our outfits. And like from the beginning, we've always kind of coordinated our outfits with our phone cases unintentionally Mm -hmm. what advice do you guys have to give to someone out there that wants to start a new business or a family business or something like that um don't make something that doesn't need to be made like just because (laughs) just because you want to start a company do (laughs) something you're like uh Mm -hmm. i don't want to say do something you're passionate about because i didn't know that i was going to start a phone case company right but i'm i'm passionate about it now and the opportunity was so crazy that I just was like you can't not take advantage of it and I think that taking advantage of a moment is really important um, when starting a business uh, because timing is everything but I think that um, my advice would just be like keep supportive friends around you because those are going to be the ones who are going to get you through the entire emotional process of starting a company and it's so hard and it costs so much money and uh it's, it's not like, as easy and glamorous as everybody yeah, that's and don't do so much i feel like companies nowadays have to do everything yeah. and have to like it's so easy to cut back on cost uh like just you don't need that much like yeah. i don't just for show yeah because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean you need to do it yeah 
Well, you guys also now have the support of your friends and that your friends, a lot of them happen to have a lot of followers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but we've now, all kind of grown yeah. together. Uh, like, uh-huh. when we were friends with uh, Lindsay and, like, we had all kind of had, like, they had had probably, like, 5,000 more followers than us. But we had all... <laughs> bless Thank you. you. <laughs> we had all kind of started in the same spot um, and just kind of helped and supported each other. Yeah. But... Yeah, now it's great because, but if it wasn't for the support from our family and friends in the beginning, I feel like I wouldn't be so confident uh, in our company. But I think in general, because you guys are such a wholesome family and like you're so um, wholesome. We're wholesome. You guys are like just so kind and real and um, like genuine. I think that's why I think your friends in general just want to support you now because I feel like we always tag our phone cases all the time without you, anyone asking us because it's just like it's just. Why not? You know what yeah. I mean? And I love when to, when I love I love when I watch like friends supporting each other yeah. no matter what. Like, yeah. you know? It always makes me happy just well, I also assume that no one wants them or like I don't know. Like so many of my friends have been like, Why haven't you asked me if I want a wildflower case yet? And I'm like, You want one? Yeah. Like I'm still like insecure about asking people if they want cases. So I'm very like I like when people tell me that they're like I love that design. I'm like yeah. oh my god, okay, like I'll send it to you. Yeah, like, I know it's you guys are yeah. so nice. And then with me, sometimes I don't want to ask, and then I'll just be like I just order a phone <laughs> oh, case. Oh no, I know. I, I, I do that. I'm literally, like, am like tell me if you want it because yeah. I'm gonna assume that everyone hates it. So just please tell me if you want it, and I will send it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't make it to you guys' last event, so I just ordered a phone case instead. Oh, my shipping confirmation. I was like, why did you do that? Like, I will what? send it. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me happy. It was very sweet of you. Thank you. Um, what advice do you guys have to give to someone that wants to be an influencer? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like I think you should make it a secondary or, job and yeah. focus on something else. And if it happens, let it happen. But I think so many influencers already exist today that um, I don't know the timeline of how long influencers are going to last in this world and how yeah. much it's going to be a thing. Uh, not even saying that like I think they're going to end anytime soon yeah. because I don't. I just think that uh, it shouldn't be like the goal. Yeah, I think that unless you are really passionate about having something and you have a really different outlook on it, mm-hmm. uh, then focus on that. But yeah. I think, well, I guess I don't. I feel like I have a different outlook because I do have a full time job and I'm an influencer. Yeah, I just like it was never our like main goal even when like instagram started we were never like we want to be like influencers weren't like a thing too but now it's like it's such a thing to be like an influencer yeah that it's like and it's hard when you're um yeah being a full-time influencer and trying to rely on brand deals and it probably ends up um collaborating a lot with brands that maybe you're not as excited about but Mm -hmm. it's you need money um because it's your full-time job Mm -hmm. so you end up doing it but then that's not as uh it doesn't transfer to like your photos because you're clearly not as happy about it. So then it makes your interaction weird and your followers can tell. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just doing things that are really genuinely you and just being yourself is the most important thing today. And I think that's what's taking everyone the furthest in their life is when someone's just being themselves. That's that's true. I believe in that too. Like as long as you do anything that makes you stand out and unique or being yourself, that's how you can move forward versus like trying to pretend to be someone you're not on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So backup plans are very important. 
Yeah. Backup plan? Yeah. Yeah, my backup plan is to get pregnant. Love. Perfect. Okay. So, you never know. If Instagram She's lucky. tomorrow, I'm going to be pregnant. Yeah, right. Um, many people believe that Instagram is fun but can also be challenging to the point that it becomes overwhelming and too much to handle and even causes low self-esteem and depression. Why do you guys think people believe that? Because you're you're constantly like you can get into the cycle of like comparing yourself to other people on Instagram. And I've even had people like message me at times or even message me now and be like, I used to, I had to unfollow you before because I like, it would hurt me to like see a photo of you and like compare myself to you or be like, I'm not as skinny as you. I don't like it, like it was hurting them. And that's never like anyone's like purpose or point of like posting a photo or doing anything. But like, that just naturally happens. Like I've even done that before, like seen someone and seen a photo and been like, wow, their life looks perfect. They're so pretty. They're so skinny. But like you also don't, I know now like that's obviously it's a photo and like you never really know what's actually going on in their life, Mm -hmm. but it's just like naturally happens. And like they're even the whole, like they're taking away Instagram likes, like someone who I was with the other day, like they did it to their Instagram already. And I wonder I'm like curious how that if that'll change. You think that's gonna be helpful for people's self-esteem? I don't I think it's probably a good thing. Um, but I did hear it still says like thousands of others. Yeah, it just takes away like the exact number, but it says like others. And you can still see like people that liked it or like scroll. You can still see your likes if you click on the the others. Right. You click on it, it'll tell you how many likes you got on that photo, actually. Well, I think you can see like your you, own, yeah. other yeah, people, other can't, people can't. Do you think it's going to affect with brands for influencers? I, that was my only concern with yeah, it. It was same. like, I don't care about the number of likes, like what it, the number of likes looks like, but only if it's like with a brand and a business. Like they base that off of how much to pay you, how much your engagement is. Like that is a thing for influencers and working with brands and business. Like that was literally my only like. Yeah, same. That was the only thing that I was like, oh, I'm, I wonder how this is going to affect my like Instagram business. But then I'm also like, every time I've ever done a brand deal, I have to send my analytics back anyways. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it doesn't really change it. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Like, cause one brand that I have a deal with for a whole year, Mm -hmm. they sent me some new guidelines or something because if the lights were getting taken away and I literally said that same thing where yeah. like I can still send you the analytics and uh, right as long like, as they know see, how like, to can see like so like those are I yeah but I am curious it. to see what it's gonna do with brands for influencers yeah same yeah the brand deals I feel like I've um I've been really picky about who I've worked with on Instagram and so with that I've just formed relationships with like a couple brands that I'm really stoked about and so I feel like I I'm worrying about like if someone's gonna find me like and see my interaction. I'm like, well, I already have like uh, companies that I work with and I'm very passionate about. So I feel like um, that's good. And yeah. aligning yourself with like a couple really good companies is mm-hmm. good. I agree. What's next for you both? World domination. World domination. I think we're both like now that Wildflower is so like established and we both have our own personal brands too. It's like now where do we want to go with it? Like we will always have wildflower. We're always going to work with that. And, but it's like, like I started with this like new film thing, Mm -hmm. like still kind of modeling and like still trying to figure out like 
like which way I want to like take it more because like there I do have a lot of things that I like and am passionate about and like I love Wildflower and working with that but there is still an opportunity for me to like do another thing or like take something somewhere else and it's like I think about it a lot and there's some things like I already in my brain want to do but no our parents are very like what do you guys want to do like let's figure out like yeah they're definitely whatever you want to do let's do it encouraging of it um i just really i really want to travel more like i feel like i've really enjoyed traveling the past couple years Mm. um and just seeing stuff and i feel like it helped makes me get really inspired uh but with Wildflower, I just am really excited about 2020. Yeah. And I feel uh-huh. like we've been working on a lot of designs that are just, I'm really passionate about and I'm really excited. And I feel like we finally um, have been hiring like really incredible women mm-hmm. uh, that have just been taking a lot of like weight off our shoulders uh, and helping us a lot. And it just makes us able to focus on the designs more and making sure everything is as authentic um, to us and that we want it to be. And I feel like uh, in 2020, we're going to like be doing everything that's really real and like able to take on more uh, Mm -hmm. because we've gotten help from other girls. (laughs) We're moving offices right now and it's like the biggest we've ever we just got like, a new office had. and it's so oh my God, congratulations yeah thanks thank you it's exciting yeah. that's awesome um is there anything i didn't ask you guys uh, <laughs> like we literally touched on everything, everything. <laughs> i just got my period <laughs> i just what? finished so, mine <laughs> i'm chilling i got mine this morning not on this white couch <laughs> don't worry literally this Gross. second just now yeah i just recently got my period it only lasted for a day it got it early and lasted for a really? day and then it went away for two days and then it went back came back it was that's, the weirdest that's day. interesting right yeah i was like weird. are you serious you're back like stop it i'm not yeah, having sex what? No. your body's keeping you on your toes <laughs> yeah it's like oh my my, my most fun relationship right now the only thing keeping me on my toes is my period <laughs> And oh Martin's here. God. Say hi, Marty. Oh. All right. Oh, yeah, there's Martin. That's ASMR. Yeah, like- dog ASMR. Oh, Martin. Um. So, where can people find you guys? Um, you on the internet. All over the internet. <laughs> on I love Tumblr. Shout out. To oh my, my God, Tumblr. Sydney only promotes her Tumblr. I only promote my Tumblr. Oh my God, I have to check out your Tumblr. I didn't even know that was still a thing. I don't even oh look really? At I'm like. It's very personal on Tumblr. Like, that's where I talk deepest the most. It's called I Love Tumblr? Yeah. <laughs> literally, I love... No, it's Sydney Lynn Carlson. Oh, okay. I thought... I'm so stupid. That's how, much, that's how old Tumblr. I am. I was like... So I love Tumblr.tumblr.com. Love, love that. That's Sydney's account. Yeah, that's my account. <laughs> okay, so it's Sydney Carlson. Sydney on, Lynn Carlson. Sydney Lynn Carlson on Tumblr. Yeah. And then what are your handles on Instagram and YouTube? Sydney L. Carlson on Instagram fun fact i messaged the girl who has sydney carlson and she blocked me (gasps) that's happened to me as well yeah and some of my friends messaged her and she blocks all of us you guys probably were so mean no we weren't i was like i'll literally pay you and she blocked literally i said the same thing to a girl that had my username number blocked it took me years to get violet benson no way 
I used to have Violet Benson with a zero because of that. No. And then, and she wasn't using Instagram. Violet Benson zero. Oh, and eventually Instagram gave me her handle. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, Violet. <laughs> that's what you get for blocking me. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. I was, uh, I used to be Devin Carlson 17 and I was like, that's ew, classic. I hate these numbers. And so then I was just Devin Lee Carlson and then Devin Lee Carlson was available on literally everything. And my, which my dad loves. He always gets mad at Sid. Well, doesn't get mad. He's always just like, Sid, you should have kept it clean across all platforms. I should have asked whatever. It's a, her YouTube is it's sister Sid, Sydney yeah. L. Carlson and Sydney Lynn Carlson. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm but if you search Sydney Carlson on YouTube, it comes okay, up. Okay. So just look for Sydney Carlson for Instagram. <laughs> Literally YouTube, everything. And I'll write in the description all their handles too. Yeah. And then for Devin, it's Devin Lee Carlson and everything. Yikes. So your middle name is Lee and your middle name is Lynn. Yeah. Love that for you guys. Yes, Thank love. You. What a vibe. Lynn and Lee. It should be My Sydney vibe Carlson, but yeah. Vibes. <laughs> is there anything you guys wanted to add? Um, just thank you, Violet, vibing. for having us on this podcast. You are so sweet. And thank you for thinking of us. You look beautiful today. Thank you. Vibing. Keep vibing. Keep vibing. Yeah. Violet vibes. Violet <laughs> vibes. Vibing with Violet. <gasps> that should be my podcast, podcast name. <gasps> New podcast name. <sighs> I'm going to make that my YouTube channel. Yes. Vibing with Violet. Vibing with Violet. I like please. It. I love it. All right. Me well, too. thank you guys so much for coming on Too Tired to Be Crazy with me, Violet. And thank you for vibing with Violet. Yes. <laughs> vibing with um, <laughs> Guys, if you have any questions about anything that they talked about, whether it's starting a new business, getting over a breakup, depression or anything, make sure you guys feel free to DM Devin or um, Sydney on Instagram or even their parents. I'm sure they'll respond. Yeah, yeah they'll DM respond. My Michelle they and They will Dave. most likely reply. Sydney yeah. will reply on Tumblr. I... Devin will never. Will probably. <laughs> I like Twitter. I like favoriting tweets, but I just I'm so bad at my phone. I don't even reply to my own friends' text messages. But so. I think it's a weird influencer thing where we all have like yeah. hundreds or two hundred text messages on the phone. I don't know what it is. Mine says three hundred plus right now. Yeah. Okay. Three hundred plus. Win. Sorry, I'm like I'm Miss Popular. Whatever, like Miss Popular. So popular. Sydney's Miss Popular. Yeah. And check so out popular. Wildflower Cases <laughs> on the internet. Yay! And also on Instagram, it's just it's Wildflower Cases. Okay, so I said it right. Wildflower Cases. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next Thursday. Love you. Bye. Bye.